Hello and welcome to another episode of the Drop Frames. We've got Sips. Sips, how's it going? Hello. I'm good. How are you guys doing? Uh, you know, we're doing all right. At least I can't speak good. for the others, but yeah, I'm doing all right. Zeke, you doing good. all right? Everything good? I'm doing great, but uh, we're, are we calling it the Drop Frames as if my dad was talking about it? You gonna do the drop frames today? Yeah. Is that what you've got on today? Yeah, that's I'm. Uh, yes, I am your dad, Zeke. <laughs> Let's go with that. Let's well, go with that. I mean, like, I like, I like that you have the businessman cut. Yeah, we do. Yeah. When yeah. we were talking about naming the show at the beginning, uh, one of the things I t- I suggested was the dropped frame, like a tavern, like the rusty the rusty nail, like the dropped frame, just it's the true. single frame that you drop. But then we did a lot more beer. Yeah, that's true. We need a lot more, a lot, a lot. We don't, we didn't have, yeah, we weren't smart. That's what we're saying. <laughs> that's where we're going. <laughs> nope. Uh, anyways, uh, let's get to know Sips. Uh, let's introduce some, uh, I don't know if we need to. Sips has been on the platform for, I think, longer than a lot of us. Uh, Sips? Yeah. How'd you get started? <laughs> no. Well, first off, where'd the name Sips come from? Let's start there. Favorite question um, it's a, to ask new guests. It's yeah, it's an old handle. It's from a I I picked up the name from the album sleeve of a Nirvana album. Um In Utero. I don't know if you guys are familiar. Mm-hmm. Uh mm-hmm. on In yeah, Utero yeah. there's a song there's a song called Tourette's and mm-hmm. uh it's a, it's a really yelly, screamy sort of song that I don't know if it actually has lyrics. Uh, so when you go to look up the lyrics in the album sleeve, which you used to do when you used to buy like cassette tapes or CDs or whatever, yeah, um, the the lyrics to the song are um, fuck shit and piss, but all jumbled up, and piss is jumbled up in into sips. And I always thought that mm-hmm. was funny, so I used that as my nickname for a long time, and never really thought anything about it until people started asking me where it came from, and then I kind of realized, well, you know. It is just piss, but it, you know, it, it sips instead. So that's, that's where it comes from. So we could call you piss. Bizarro sips is probably piss then. If you want to call me piss, you can, that's fine. But you know, if not, sips is fine too. And of course my chat probably already knows that. I just want to do that, uh, that old meme. Sips, sips out my ass. <laughs> you remember that guy? The piss I, out my ass guy? I don't. I don't remember. You don't that. remember that? No. It was big for a while. Like it was. Yeah. Okay. Do I need to read this oh, up? Let, hold on. Is this on Know Your Meme? Let's let's really boomer it up. South Park episode, isn't it? Is it? Yeah, South Park. Know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a South Park episode. Yep. But I think. Sorry, I uh, feel I like I've South lowered the tone of your show like already. Just, oh, please, oh, this square highbrow is already in the gutter. Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, homie. No, this is... Listen, I'm glad you're here. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, this is par for the course here. We'll, we'll wall Zeke's around. Zeke's feeling at home right now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Finally, a guest that feels like I've I invited them. I I will say yeah. this: I googled "know your meme, piss out my ass." One, my search uh, SEO is just ruined now. Uh, but also, yeah. there's multiple results. There's I'm gonna pee in your ass from "know your meme." <laughs> Eggman <laughs> pisses on the moon. Know your meme. Let me nice. pee in your butt on Pinterest, uh, and Sharon knows your meme. So I don't, I don't know if this is a big meme. Thank you for that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, it's it didn't it's work a, out. It's a parody 
of of, a, of an account called Tourette's guy, I believe. Oh, okay. All right, right. right. Yeah. Gotcha. Anyway, we went way off track. So Nirvana's cool, man. I love Nirvana. Yeah, I like. Yeah, Nirvana's great. I <laughs> like. Yeah, uh, I, yeah, I grew up listening to them. Um, I I liked all their albums and stuff, and yeah. I managed to somehow get uh, an internet nickname or handle from one of their albums, which is which is kind of good too, I guess. Yeah. Do you such a good story too? Like I, I, I was kind of worried when JP asked that question. You're gonna be like, "Yep, I like sipping cola." <laughs> yeah, just and then yeah. Be like, okay, cool. cool yeah, no, cool. no, you have, like a whole story behind it. That's great. There's a bit Maybe of a with, story that, with the dash. Yeah. Is that just because yeah, Sips yeah. wasn't available, or is there a story behind that? Yeah, too? that's a, like a pretty common, like you know, the name was taken sort of thing. And and it used to not be taken that much, but then uh, like obviously when you're on YouTube and Twitch and stuff like that, everybody just steals your name, so it it's never available now. So. I have to like change it up or use like underscores or whatever to to try to at least get close to my name. So it's the same on Twitter. I had to use Sips underscore on Twitter as well. Yeah, I uh, I know that feel. Yeah, with it the happens. underscore I I I, that has been something that has been uh, you know kind of a kind of a detriment. Like you know yeah. my discoverability. Like people don't sure. know how to do like off like just offhand they don't know how to do an underscore they have to like look at their hands and go oh there it is you know yeah <laughs> or, or <laughs> yeah, find it, it in their find things. it in their uh, uh their phone like where is that underscore like in your you know your uh, phone typing your phone keyboard yeah but, it's always the underscore and the dash that I get mixed up on like one of them's on the second page of symbols and the, and the other one's on the first and it's it's too much it's too much effort right like you, you to your credit. Yeah. It's it's so kind of out of the way that you're a pro football player now, so that's kind of cool. I that mean, is true. You see, I'm also a doctor. Did you see that? Oh, nice. What type of doctor? Yeah. Are He's you? getting better, man. You're a football playing doctor now. That's yeah. I think money I'm an that. epidemiologist or something like that. Um. So wait, you know yeah, all no, about I got, COVID then? Yeah. Oh, Doctor Zeke Emmanuel. Uh. I don't know what um, he was talking on. It uh, looks like MSNBC. Okay. And someone tagged me, and people are just yelling at me that I'm <laughs> I'm I'm lying about stuff. And man, it's a rough life, dude. However, <laughs> like I said in my post, getting to be an NFL running back and a doctor in one lifetime that's going to make my mom pretty proud. Yeah, not not many people could say they've they've accomplished such a feat. So and that's also a have a career. As an entertainment personality on a streaming service, it's like oh yeah, let's let's we forget my actual job. <laughs> yeah, that's, I mean, that, that's incredible. Yeah, very very well done. You're killing it. You're you're, you're doing all the things right, Zeke. Uh, Sips, what about uh, like the the world of content creation? Was this? I think a question that we've all answered uh, in terms of the three of us, and we get asked a lot. Like, was this your plan from the get go? Did you just kind of happen into this uh, this? This world, yeah, what, no. How did it all? I happen? Uh, I wasn't like super familiar with this this world. Like before I got started, like I watched some. I think I, it must have been Twitch, like back in the day, because I used to watch. Um, I used to watch a bunch of StarCraft two stuff, like when it was just before it come out. You know, like when it was in alpha and, and beta. Yeah, and uh, people were having like those like you know pre release tournaments and stuff like that with like Husky and and all that. Yep, I used to watch a lot of that. I was interested in it, but. I didn't really I didn't take much stock in the whole content creator, like how are these people where they are sort of thing. I, I just didn't really notice it. I just, you know, I just watched the game, whatever. Um, but then um, 
a couple of guys that I played World of Warcraft with because I used to play a lot of World of Warcraft, uh, you know, during vanilla TBC, all that. We were in a big guild. Um, it was like a, like an online community guild mm-hmm. uh, that we all knew each other through. We played regularly raided and, and, and whatnot. They uh, started a podcast and then they started doing content creation. It was mostly like wow videos on YouTube. Uh, and then they started playing Minecraft, and they got really big off of Minecraft. This is uh, Lewis and Simon from the from the Oxcast. Mm-hmm. And um, at one point, they were just like, okay, well, we know all these people that we play WoW with who are like fun to play games with, and we want to get them involved and stuff. So they asked a bunch of us to just get involved, and we were like, sure, okay, like, what do you want us to do? Um, and so we were on a live stream for the Jingle Jam, but this is in like 2011, so it was a while back. We played some games and had fun, and then uh, Lewis was like, that was really great. You guys should just create YouTube channels, like, and just, you know, if you want to play video games for a living for the rest of your life, like, let's do it. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, that sounds good to me. I'll do it. And uh, so I created a YouTube channel and <laughs> just started pumping out the Minecraft, and here I am. <laughs> it's, it's there you it go. Goes. That's, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's how it was that back in the day. One of the most yeah. chill, like... <laughs> And then I decided, you know what, I'm just going to play games for the rest of my life. And, yeah, uh, and no, I it was. Uh, it sounded enticing at the time, so I was like, <laughs> yeah, sure, I would love to do that. Um, but no, at the time I was like, you know, I was I was like 30, so I was, you know, I had a real job and stuff. I used to work in an office, whatever. Uh, so like the whole, you know, getting into content creation was was very much like a side thing. My wife didn't understand it at all. Yeah. Um, and so as like the months went on and I started actually receiving money from, uh, from the Augscaster from YouTube, I was like, Hey, look, I'm actually making some money here. And she's like, okay, yeah, but I don't, I still don't understand how you're making money. Like, <laughs> is it legal and stuff? I was like, yeah, no, it is. Uh, and then, <laughs> and then, so there was this whole period where I was like, I got to quit my job. I, if I do this more, I'll make more money. And she's like, you're not quitting your job to play video games. I was like, I know. And then it just took a little while to like, you know, get, convince her around and stuff like that she wasn't like super dead against it but i think because we because we just had our son like my first our our first kid at the time i it, actually on the day i created my youtube channel that was the, the day my son was born i'd just come back from the hospital huh. and i was just i was just getting ready to just sit down and play some open ttd as you do after your first son is born <laughs> and uh, lewis was like you want to be on this live stream i was like okay sure i guess i don't really know what i'm doing or whatever and that and that's it the rest is history so i went full-time like after six months i think yeah so i continued working a job cutting it like like as a side thing and then after about six months i went full-time with the view of i'm only going to do this for six months because there's no way that this is like a long-term thing i felt like it was you know like another dot-com bubble or something like that sure so i was like let's do it for six months Uh, i'll see if i can make enough money to make it work and if not i'll just go get my job back sort of thing and now nine years later here i am and it's just like i've regressed in lots of ways like you know i'm just like in my underpants in my garage all day every day playing video games but still doing it for a living so it's pretty good yeah it's good what the so, oh no, no no by all means go go just, ahead just a quick one i'm seeing some people in my chat ask uh sips are you public with how old you are yeah 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 i'm uh 26 years old that's very very common public knowledge so yeah makes sense yeah, yeah. thank you there you go yeah i mean but but, but for for canada it's a good 26 it's very cold there and stuff too so like i'm i'm more realistically like 40 but um in my in my mind i'm forever 26 you know forever 
Yeah. I was going to say 2029. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do you honestly Thanks. feel that way? Because like I had a, a conversation with my mom about that. I said, you know what? I'm turning 40 this year and I don't feel any older than like 28. Maybe no, like I, in my mind, I still feel like I'm like 15, but my <laughs> my body has actively started betraying me. Like now that I'm 40, my yeah. knees don't work very well anymore. Um, you know, my back hurts when I wake up in the morning for no reason. Like I don't understand. Like there, you know, just things like that. But yeah, for the most part, like I still feel pretty young. I guess you know, <laughs> it's like young with cobwebs is probably yeah. like the. The, the best way to describe it, right? Accurate. So. Ah, that's great. Yeah. That's a good way to say yeah. it. Yeah. Great yeah. way to say it. Yeah. Sure. Uh, what type of office job did you work? Out of curiosity. Uh, I was a, I was a programmer. I used to, oh, okay. I, I took school, I, I took programming in school and uh, graduated and got a job at a bank, a big bank doing programming on old mainframe systems. And good then, cool. uh, it was all right. Yeah, it was pretty good. It was yeah. interesting. Like, I didn't have to deal with customers or anything. Like, you know, just, squirreled away like it was all it was all like punch card derivative stuff so it was all stuff that was written before i was even born and i had to just you know figure debug it, it and yeah and add new stuff to it every once in a while or whatever it was all right i quit that job and then i had a job at a law firm doing more like modern stuff like c sharp sort of like visual studio kind of stuff like mostly like web apps and stuff so and that was pretty fun too i liked it but i just i was just left alone just like that nerd in the back room who just like poured over code all day long. So it was pretty nice. Um, but, you know, I like really all I wanted to do was sit around and play um, video games. So, um, you know, as soon as the opportunity came up, I was there. I, yeah. was, I was first in line. Sign me up for that one. Too. Yeah, it was good. Did you yeah. tell uh, the, the, the normie job that like, yeah, I'm going to go play games for a living? Or did you just quit? And not tell I, I just quit. I didn't tell anybody okay. um, what I was doing or what I was up to. I just was like, yeah, you know, I'm just going to f- go find another job or whatever. It's not working out. Like, you know, no hard feelings and stuff. And they're like, yeah, okay, cool. And then my boss <laughs> one day called me and he's like, hey, uh, come, come in here and, and take a look at this. Uh, tell me what you think of this. And I thought, ah, <laughs> oh, here we go. It's going to be something, you know, some garbage. Somebody's broken something somewhere or whatever. I got to try to fix it. So I go in there and he's like, yeah, watch this. He he presses play on a YouTube video, and it's me playing Happy Wheels, like it, like an old video of me playing Happy Wheels on YouTube. And he's like, "This guy sounds exactly like you." And I was like, "I that's uncanny. I don't know what's going on." <laughs> uh, were you did, were you not on the oh, camera? Told, no, no. Like this was back before I used like uh, like cams and stuff. Okay. So it was just just my voice. He called everybody in to his <laughs> office. He had like a fairly small office. Like everybody, come in here and listen. Listen to Chris. He's been on YouTube. Look what he's doing and stuff. And I was like, oh, come on. <laughs> and that and then everybody knew that I was leaving to do that. But like everybody thought it was pretty neat too. You know, they were like, oh, I can't believe you're gonna be on YouTube and stuff. How, how do you make money doing that? And I had to explain it all yeah. and everything. You like the typical stuff, right? Like, right. Like, I'm sure you guys have all had to explain that to oh, yeah. a million people at it's, various. I, for me, it's always the airplane story, right? It's always the person sitting yeah. next to you on an airplane when it's like trying to call, uh, create small talk. It's like, oh, so what do you do for a living? Say, oh, you know, I make videos on the internet. Their mind immediately goes to porn, but not of that kind. And they're like, oh, well, what else <laughs> do you mean if you make videos on the internet and it's not porn? It's like, oh, I play video games. Yeah, no, that whole conversation. Yeah. Uh, I think yeah. we've all had a, a billion You've got to explain ad revenue to them and everything. And it's just, yeah. 
So, do you, so yeah, uh, but, yeah. Anyone can answer this, um, but if you have one, steps, you go ahead. Uh, do you have a fallback uh, thing you say to? Like it's it's a basically it's a lie, so you don't have to explain it. Like I don't want to explain what I do, so I say oh, this yeah. occupation. Like I'll yeah, I'll, I'll, I, so, I'll tell people like, oh I'm I'm uh, I'm an accountant at a at a small law firm. <laughs> I know I don't lie. That no much. one gives a fuck. I usually fun. just no one I wants to know like, more about that. I would love to. I, maybe I should actually. Oh, I'm a jumbo jet pilot or whatever. But like, <laughs> um, no, like I usually just say oh, I'm in media production. They're like, oh, what kind of stuff? That oh, just the boring corporate videos. You know, like the you know just like that kind of stuff. And usually that's a boring enough answer for them to be like, oh, okay, they don't want to like pursue it any further, sort of thing. So like that's yeah. my backup one. Okay, but now you mentioned unless you get an accountant or a jumbo jet pilot, I'm gonna spice it up. Yeah, I'm gonna spice it up. I'm gonna come up with all sorts of crazy. I'm a a retired F1 race car driver. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Just really dig holes for myself would be pretty good. Yeah, just go through your retired retired F1 uh, driver, and now you know on the side wrestles tigers um, when I'm feeling it. Yeah. You know, yeah, just, yeah. My Netflix documentary is coming out soon. You should uh, look for it. That type of stuff. I don't think anyone would call you on your bullshit on a plane, right? Like, no one's going to just straight up say, like, you're fucking lying to me. Why are you just making this shit up? They're going to go it with depends. it. depends. I don't. Man, some people are really maybe. sassy. Like, you could, you know, you might you might be surprised, actually. And then, it, it depending on how long the flight is, too, I suppose you would. Like, if it was an hour flight, I would I would bust out. Yeah, I, I'm just like lie. a pro wrestler. Yeah. Yeah, who cares? But if it was like a nine-hour flight, no way. <laughs> but then I would just. You know, I would I give them the really boring answer and then pretend I was sleeping for the rest of the flight. Yeah, just yeah. to avoid any awkwardness and stuff. You know? No, that makes that's that's perfect way to do it. That or just get a bunch of drinks and then no one will also yeah. talk to you. That's another way that's, to. That's, and you'll feel great on the flight. Yeah. You'll just pass out. Eventually. So, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, two ways of doing that. Um, I miss that. It's been so long with COVID, right? When was the last time you passed out on a plane? Like, geez. Yeah, it's been a while. A yeah. long time. We gotta, we gotta go get a marriage license here in the next month. So I'll be flying for the first time in fourteen months or something like that. Ooh. that'll be a, an interesting one. Uh, yeah. Oh uh, yes, you and your betrothed. Excellent. Yeah. I, I, what the fuck is that word? <laughs> that, is, Weird. that, that is amazing. I love it. What? I thought that, it was great. It's such an awesome term, isn't it? It's isn't such it? a such an amazing way to describe people who are about to get married right you're bit you and your betrothed yeah it's a weird word <laughs> i feel like you should be in like lacy goth outfits with like a silver goblet me and my betrothed we should yeah, go yeah. get, the, get the marriage license that way this will be the second Man, one get... we've gotten because we had to cancel the wedding the first <laughs> get like a joffrey tiara and like the same yes. haircut and stuff too wear the leathers oh man we should sweet that's a good plan uh, yeah I mean, we might do that we got a month to make it happen so yeah. might be the path yeah that's um one of the other questions we always ask our guests is like the the make it moment when when you realize that like you know this was going to be the rest of you know the foreseeable future maybe not the rest of your life but do you have a like very uh specific moment on when you were just like oh shit like this is i just made a video and made fart noises for an hour and that's making bank right now like did you have no, it, it was moment? it was all like it was all really gradual there wasn't like a real like a real standout moment but i had yeah. like I had this plan that, like I mentioned before, where it was like, I'm going to try it out for six months. I got to the point basically where I was kind of matching like uh, money wise, what I was making at my job. Mm -hmm. And, um, and my wife was like, okay, like I, I now see that like, this is 
something that you 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 could do instead of working but she was still a little bit like apprehensive because she wasn't sure how like stable it was but then so we were just like you know let's try it for six months see if it works sort of thing and then it just the growth was fairly steady and and kept being steady so it was just like it just made sense at the time right like it it just got to the point where it's like if i spend more time doing this i'll just earn more on this side doing this and it's actually something i like to do and would prefer to do sort of thing so yeah i guess that was like kind of the the pivotal point or whatever but there was like lead up to it you know sure makes sense yeah um one of the other questions that i'm i'm interested uh cuz you've been in the the business the industry for for so long is what's your uh your like go to ride the wave type mentality do you have something when like the dip occurs that you either go to as a content creator or go to as a person to just like relax and chill or you seem pretty even kill in the short time that i've known you or are you just always just like eh, it'll go back uh, up yeah it'll it'll work I itself so. out yeah it's like yeah i i there's nothing really that like i i go to like i i'm i'm kind of like habitual in how i game anyway so like there's a lot of stuff that i'll just come back and revisit and maybe sometimes that helps and mm -hmm. maybe it doesn't i don't know like uh, like certainly when i was obsessed with overwatch for like a year and then i stopped playing for like a year and then i started playing again for like three months that was not good, <laughs> but you know what I mean? It's like, you just got to play what you feel like playing, right? Like that's, that's how I've always sort of approached it. Like I've always just wanted to just play what I felt like playing because this was sold to me as you can just play games for the rest of your life. So if I'm playing games for the rest of my life, I got to play the games I want to play, right? I just act like I normally would sort of thing Yeah. in terms of what games I play. And if people like it, great. And then people seem to like it for the most part except for overwatch you know like it's, it's, it's overwatch is, is overwatch your dark, <laughs> your dark period oh my god it was so bad i like i tried i i thought i thought that if i played a lot of it i'd get good at it and i mm. never got good at it. it it was just it was so bad oh my god i was obsessed it was a real problem for a while but you know oh it's like Dude, me it's, and PUBG. It's, one of those moments when it's you like, like when uh you talk to a dude who's been playing guitar his whole life only to be like above average and you're just like okay there there's there's some there's some uh no, no. nature that has to go on you know versus nurture you know you have to there's something biological that you have to have physiological that you have to have yeah <laughs> i think like i and you guys probably like can um can relate to this as well there's there's definitely things that you learn over time that people watch you for right like mm. whether that's like a genre of game or like you know the kind of stuff that you do in that game or whatever so i guess like i guess from time to time i'll tend to sort of think like i want to play this but i know that nobody really wants to watch me play that so i should try to think of something that i know people will enjoy more sort of thing but I, not always you know what i mean like like sometimes i'll think that and it's like probably better for me mental health wise to, to play games like that as well because like when i played a lot of overwatch i got angry like every single day you like, don't say explosively no, that, angry yeah i've never yeah. had that happen before that's that's not a <laughs> similar story whatsoever i don't know why you would get angry over that game uh, no i it's it's you know it's such a perfectly balanced game there's nothing really to get angry yeah. at but there I was getting angry all the same. And uh, you know what I mean? It's just like, like at times I sort of woke up in the morning. And I thought, am I even enjoying this? Like, why am I putting myself through this? Like it just, 
at, at times it felt really like a job sort of thing, but yeah. I was just obsessed with playing it for some reason. I don't know why. For me, it was the, the talk from Aaron of like, you enjoy playing that game. You just sound so angry all the time. And I was like, yeah. oh, shit, I should probably stop playing this game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. So like, I, like I'll always go back to things like rim world or like Minecraft, just stuff where I can, I can uh, ramble a lot and, and build things. I like just building stuff. Like I grew up playing city builder games, like, you know, SimCity, all the, like the impressions, city builder games, like Pharaoh, Zeus, all that kind of stuff. So th- those are like the games that I always gravitate back towards um, and, and I play. And I think my audience prefers me playing those kind of games rather than, you know, some really sweaty competitive shooter that I'm not <laughs> even really good at. Um, so, yeah, like at the back of my mind, there's thoughts like that. But like I not not like super active. Like, I think I think I always just play what I feel like playing. And usually what I feel like playing is is kind of the stuff people want to watch me play anyway. So it, it just works out. Sure, that makes a lot of sense. Uh, Kozik, any any specific questions here for Sips before we move on with the rest of the show? Jump into some news. Yeah, uh, I'm just I'm reading chat and stuff, so I don't know what's all hearsay and rumors and stuff. But um, <laughs> have you moved around a lot in your life? Like like no. moved locations? Like yeah, I grew up in Canada and I live in the UK now, but that's it. Like I haven't moved more than that but i've lived in the uk for like 18 years so it's oh really oh wow okay yeah it's been a while yeah like we're in the next in the next four years or so i'll i've lived here as long as i ever lived in canada where which i was born in grew up in sort of so i live in jersey it's a small small island between uh mainland england and uh france it's actually closer to france it's funny you say i wanted you to yeah i was hoping that you'd say that because i saw that in the chat because uh, mm-hmm. one of my uh, right hand mods, like mods have been with me the longest, lives in Jersey too. Oh, oh really? really? Huh. Yeah. So I'm familiar with nice. it actually. <laughs> Closer oh, to France than it is to England. You know, tiny yeah. island. Is that island <laughs> yeah. small enough, Sips, where you would know this moderator? Um, Do you see this moderator no. pick his uh, carrots? <laughs> no, <laughs> Farm and life on Jersey. <laughs> Simple life. If that's if that's you, good job out there. I, I see you every day. Yeah. No, no. There's like a hundred thousand people here, so no. It's like it's it's small, but you know, it's it's big enough to not know everybody, sort of thing. You know. Yeah. yeah. Makes sense. And especially in the last year, I haven't really left my house much. So. Sure. Accurate. Yeah. Accurate. Yeah. Uh, Co. Any any final questions here? Grill and sips in the the start of the show. How's Terry doing? Oh, he's doing great. Everybody thinks he's dead. He's not dead, okay? <laughs> Wait, hold on. Explain well, just, who Terry okay. is that people do, who Ter- don't know. Terry's my pet tortoise, okay. and I uh, used to have a webcam hooked up so you could see him, and uh, it, I, the, the cord wasn't long enough, so it was like a tripping hazard, so I unplug it because my kids come in here and, and whatever from time to time. Uh, I've got a longer cord that I'm too lazy to install, so there's been no Terry cam, and because there's been no Terry cam, everybody's like, he's dead. He's not dead. Okay, he's alive. He's fine. I can hear him right now. He's 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 burrowing. He's oh. getting ready. He's going, he's going to bed. You oh, know, man. it's bedtime. Yeah. yeah. So, so is this like the next time we see him on stream? It's like, no, just ignore the wires. Those are that's a kind of lettuce. It's what? No. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's made out of like garbage and stuff because because uh, <laughs> I'm too ashamed that he's passed away. No, no, he's fine. Jesus. He's gonna outlive all of us. We're gonna have to will know, him, right? and my kids are gonna have to will him to their kids. Like he's gonna be. He can live well into his hundreds. Like if. Providing he's healthy, obviously. Yeah. How old is Terry right now? How long have you had him? 
He's three, so he's got oh. he's got a long ways, oh, he's got shit. A long ways yeah, to he's, go. He's, he's getting big brown. though, man. Yeah. We got him. He was about this big, and I'm not even joking. He's like heavy to pick up now. What and type? What type of tortoise is he? He's a Mediterranean spur-thighed tortoise. Ah. If that means anything to you? It That's, means everything. Cool. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. Everyone knows that. Yeah. yeah, he just loves to lay in the sun all day long. That's all he wants to do and eat. My uh, um, my grandfather had a tortoise, right. so yeah. They would all yeah. he would burrow in the backyard, and they would like you said, just he just wouldn't appear for like a month yeah. or so, and then yeah. Uh, yeah, they would just he would randomly show up outside because he'd come yeah. out. They're surprisingly fun pets. Like he's got a personality. Like you get him out, he'll chase people around and stuff. <laughs> Most other animals don't understand what he is, so they're scared of him. So sure. he's like he's not he's not like uh, you know easy prey or anything like that. Most birds won't try to pick him up because they don't know what he is either. So it's it works out pretty good. Like, I think that's why they survive so long. They're just so weird. <laughs> yeah, nobody can figure them out. So slow yeah. moving, don't need a lot. Yeah, big as, yeah, big I, as hell. I got a little box turtle, man. They're great. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oxy Brown tweeds. Nice. <laughs> Boxy nice, Brown. I like that. Nice. I like nice. that. Well done. Well done. Ten out of ten. I have forty-two spiders and twelve. Uh, so, uh, uh, geckos or whatever the fuck, and and a few scorpions and stuff. So yeah, I'm, I know nice. what it's like to have animals in the house. There, I mean, spiders. Dude, we say those geckos hours. are adorable. Those geckos are so cute. Those, oh my lord, dude. Yeah. No, it's no my Damn. my girlfriend collects. She she got obsessed this past year with uh, housing and and caring for creepy crawlies. Right. Spider. Oh, like, four snakes kind of too. Spiders, like, oh, all kinds. Uh, so you... Mostly tarantulas. Um, right. But there's a few. She's got a black widow. She's got a um, a few like non tarantula, like cool looking spiders and whatnot. Right. Do you ever? Aren't, aren't you ever scared that one morning you'll go downstairs and like one of the cages just like burst and all of a sudden, <laughs> hang on, there's 42 spiders loose in my house? No, like, no, that not really. Keep me up at night. Tar- tarantulas yeah, are are they they are deathly afraid of of anything mostly. Right, and also okay. they are super fragile. Like you've got to mm. really care for them because like you if you uh. Like if the temperature isn't exactly right, or if the uh, you drop them from too high, they just kind of explode. They're really fragile for what they are. I didn't know that. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah. I know they're hard counter now. Good. Thank you very much. <laughs> and also, and also, as as my girlfriend is, uh, my girlfriend is is key to point out. There are no tarantulas that are deadly to humans. Like a deadly tarantula bite, there's no such thing. Man, like okay, of course, I've... if you leave it and it gets infected, obviously, but like. Nothing. No tarantula bite will kill you like right away nope. or at all. Oh, wow. my entire education on spiders was the movie Arachnophobia, which I watched as a kid, and I've been scared of spiders ever since. So, um, you know, I guess I believe you, but I'm still scared of them, and I feel like they will kill me if, yeah. <laughs> if they're loose in my house. I oh, yeah. man! Honestly, I don't like it's small it's spiders. It's the big ones, the ones with like yeah. hairy hairy legs and blah. But when you go through like a pet smarter or like or any any like like zoo exhibit or pet store like and you see like the containers with like the spiders and do you stop or do you avoid them completely? 
Uh, it's more like a morbid sort of curiosity, right? Like if I sure. see them, yeah, like, yeah. Oh, what are those? But like, uh, I'm yeah. not like, I don't stop to sort of say like, oh, that's cute. Look at those mandibles and, and you know, like it's, I'm not. Yeah. I mean, no, if I owned one, I'd feel different though. Like it's I, exactly what it is. It's like a morbid curiosity, but dialed down like the, the creepy feeling that you get. Yeah, yeah. It's more I'd like, oh like, my god, they look so gnarly, dude. They're fucking metal. Look at them. It's like this on his yeah. thing, and you know, it's pretty cool when you when you get it. What kind of uh, stuff do you have to feed spiders? Like, what 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 would they eat? Just like other people. little bugs, crickets. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. You go to you go to pet stores, and and uh, they they at the pet stores they call them or reptile stores or whatever they call them feeders. Basically, crickets, right. uh, hookworms, like. Uh, different varying sizes depending on how big the animal you have is and right. that kind of stuff so you go you like we we make regular trips to the pet store to get to get uh bugs to feed them cockroaches that kind of stuff and to your snakes you what like little frozen mice and stuff like that which you can also yep. get in like backpacks at the pet store and that's well so if you weird. go to a if you go to a decent uh pet store uh i mean decent i know this sounds inhumane but you know snakes gotta eat you go, you, yeah. you get like fresh, fresh kill. Like they, they will right. like bring them out. They won't kill them in front of you, but they'll bring them out. Like they're still like warm and stuff. Okay. But they're dead. Yeah. Like you, and I dead, guess yeah. it would be, you would never just like put like a live, like mouse in, in the cage with your snakes, even though they would probably like that. Right. But it's kind of, they don't know the difference really. Okay. So. They, they just, don't really know. It's, it's by the time we get them home from the pet store, it's when we go get those, it's time to feed them. So when right. we get them home, they're still warm and stuff. And we just take little tongs and we wiggle it. And that's all I need. They just go and they wrap it up. It's actually right, really right. cool. So we went in, Man. we went from spiders to live feeding to yeah. shaking dead animals in front of others. Um, yeah. By the way, quick content <laughs> warning. Yeah, that goes at the front of that, uh, usually. Yeah, we skipped that step, unfortunately. I didn't expect to dive, do a deep dive into that shit. Sorry, guys. No, (laughs) I mean, it's... (laughs) I thought it was great. I went, I was buying some stuff for Terry at the pet store one time. And, you know, like really basic stuff. Like, he likes cuttlefish, you know, like the... It's just like the dry, like, bone. Um it it helps sharpen his beak or whatever. So I was just buying some really basic stuff for him. And some guy was in, in the line behind me and he's like, Hey, are you sip? So I was like, Oh, Hey, yeah. You know, what's up? How you doing? Like this happens every once in a while, like over here. Um, and he's like, Oh, you know, I'm just buying some stuff for my snake. And I was like, Oh, nice. Like what, what do you feed him? He's like this, he just pulls out this bag. And it's like full of dead mice. So I was like, <laughs> all right, well, <laughs> I got to get home and feed Terry. See you later. <laughs> Oh, so you have met my mod. Okay, cool. <laughs> it might be. You never know, actually. You never know. Yeah, no. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that was the first time I, I had ever been exposed to the world of, you know, um, you know, feeding snakes. Like, I never even considered that they had to eat before. But the, the pet store has a freezer full of dead rodents for them. Yeah. Which is amazing. That's, I mean, the the... The reason why you can have so many spiders and lizards and snakes and stuff is because they they don't eat. They're not like dogs or cats. They don't need to eat every day. They eat like once a week, sometimes once right. every, once in months. Like we have pythons that don't eat. Like they just stay dormant for like three months and don't eat a thing. Oh, wow. Jeez. Yeah. Makes sense, I guess. 
Yeah, they're interesting. Like, again, I'm petrified of them, but they're they're kind of cool. Like, if they're in a zoo or whatever, like, I'll look at them for sure. But, yeah, uh, like, I'm always interested, like, how people keep this stuff, like, in their house. Because yeah, it's just the workarounds, right? Because none of this stuff is designed to really be kept like this. But, you know, right. you can they can live like long happy-ish lives right like un- under like the proper care and stuff it's it's pretty good yeah, yeah. like like terry who knows what would happen to terry if he was out in the wild right he's safe in here he gets to listen to me play video games all day and stuff i, I feel like he's got a pretty good life yeah i hope it's not that bad, not that bad. <laughs> poor terry it's like torture for him he hates video games. ah shit he's playing valheim again i guess i'm just gonna oh, burrow today <laughs> Gets real excited oh, no. for Overwatch though. Loves the Overwatch. Yeah, it's weird. He's waiting. He's waiting for the next wave. Yeah. 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 That's weird. Can't wait for OW two, man. He's 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 on the forums all the time. He just oh, he's, so oh, he's hyped. Yeah. He's he 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 won't even hibernate. He's so excited. Like he's just <laughs> he's at the edge of his cage constantly. Can't wait. Jesus. All right. Well, with all that, uh, let's move into some news. I, I think I'll use this as a jumping off point to uh, jump over to BlizzCon with the Overwatch two comment. Uh, BlizzCon line. Blizz yeah, BlizzCon line. It's uh, the official name. It is. No, are you, it is. Are it you is. refusing to say that, JP? Because you hate it so much. No, I, I don't. I'm. Ref- it's BlizzCon was weird, <laughs> man. It, I, I tweeted that out, and like, it was even weirder to see like Overwatch team owners tweet at me and say like, "No, it wasn't weird. You're just watching the opening ceremony." It's like, dude, you're invested in Overwatch. Of course, you're gonna say this shit. Stop tweeting me. <laughs> like, yeah. It's even weirder that you're out there like defending weird. shit. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah I, uh, me and Sips actually watched it together live. Did Co or Zeke, did you guys catch any of the, the news bits? Or I know you guys didn't watch it live, but any of the... I know about Diablo 2 Remaster because I've been asked about 70,000 times if I'm going to play it. And sure. um, that's about it. Okay. All right. Are you? Uh, the one thing I caught from the BlizzCon that I really, really enjoyed was the introduction of the rogue class in Diablo more or whatever. Diablo four. Yeah. 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 Diablo Um, something or other that, that fucking video was bonkers. Good. Really, really good. The the tone of it, the way they shot it, the void, the acting, man, that's how you introduce a character. I, I don't, I mean, I'm, I barely care about Diablo at all. And that was just like, wow, makes me want to like check it out. It, they uh, did say they wanted to go back to the the sort of gory, sort of like uh, you know, like gothic themed uh, everything and stuff. And um, I like, I feel like th- that's definitely there, right? Yeah, yeah, with the ears and all that stuff. Like it, it was definitely a cool. Uh, you know, it's what it you expect cool, from yeah. Blizzard, right? Like this is the yeah. type of stuff that you expect to see. Um, it was. It's interesting because uh, I, I think the whole thing uh, around BlizzCon, you can kind of see the games that, like, at least I can kind of see the games that Activision has more of their hand in, and games where it's still kind of like the Blizzard mantra remains. And I think Diablo might be that last bastion uh, where the Blizzard mantra rem- remains. Specifically, maybe even the Diablo Two. What is it? Resurrected. I think is the the remake there, or the remaster. Um, right, but yeah, for everything else, like uh, the the whole, I've I've been to almost every BlizzCon except for one, uh, and the opening ceremony is is like for me, it's that it's that moment that that 
that holy grail moment of like being a gamer and being around like-minded people and like getting ready to celebrate something that you're super into and super excited about. Um, yeah. And like this opening ceremony, I there's it was just weird, like not having an audience there to like react to the guy when he's like saying for the horde and he just says it and it just like the fuck are you doing, man? No one's gonna, no one's there. No one's gonna repeat that line to you. <laughs> it just comes yeah, off like yeah, really yeah. odd and really <laughs> not welcomed <laughs> in a weird way. Uh, and really like uh, CEOE to come out and just be like for the horde for the alliance and then. He goes into like the World of Warcraft thing and they start saying the covenants, which just came out in, in Shadowlands. And they're like, uh, you know, naming the covenants and asking people to cheer for that in the chat. And it's like, come on, like, what are you doing? Like this, this whole thing just feels weird to me. Um, not even, not even mentioning that the first part of the opening ceremony was a like montage of reminding you that Blizzard made good games back in the day. Um, yeah. for like 10 or 15 minutes, it was just a montage of like developers talking about, or, or even fans talking about the, like, you know, the amazing gamer moments of like, oh yeah, I remember when we killed Diablo on hardcore and, uh, Kriparian was there saying like, oh yeah, we killed Diablo three hardcore on the hardest setting. It was so incredible. Or like, oh, we killed this one boss in world of Warcraft. And like, we were the world first and like that type of stuff or whatever, uh, you know, Warcraft three, Starcraft, whichever one you want to throw in there. They had those type yeah. of moments. And then it's like. Now on with the rest of the presentation. Here's Blackthorn, The Lost Vikings, and something else that you can play on the Blizzard Arcade Live right now, yeah. later today. And it's just like, uh, it was it was just like a giant disconnect for me, right? Like, I don't know what I yeah, expected I there, but it was just, it was weird for me. Yeah. I think, like, Diablo 4, like, the, the rogue stuff seemed really cool. But, I mean, again, with a lot of this stuff, you the lead-up to Diablo 3 was the same, right? There was lots. Yeah. There, years and years and years it took them to, to finally release it. And there was lots of, like, you know, class trailers and stuff like that. Um, so it, it's much of the same. Like, Diablo 4 has already been announced. So it's it's exciting enough, I guess. But not, like, not super exciting. Mm. And then... And and then it's just a bunch of old games coming back. You know what I mean? Like it's, yeah. I don't know. It's they're not working on enough new stuff. There wasn't even a mention of Overwatch two during the opening ceremony. It was right. just kind of like, okay, opening ceremony's done. Go watch the Overwatch two stream now, which right. I didn't do. Um, they didn't and, really show yeah. much. I mean, they. I felt the same. It they was, showed just some, bit- but not much of Overwatch two. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird. Um, it was a weird thing. Yeah, it's a weird one. Yeah, I'm like a like I'm the same. I've been to lots of BlizzCons. I've been around for like the big hype moments, like when they revealed Overwatch for the first time. It was incredible. Like everybody went, everybody went nuts uh, when they announced WoW expansions and stuff. But there just wasn't really much to announce this year, and uh, they've just had a rough couple of years too, haven't they? Blizzard, like people have lost a lot of faith in them, and. Have been disappointed by them for the first time, which has felt bad. You know, this is a company that had like a pretty pristine record for a long, long time. Right. So I don't know. It's just there's it's like a bit of a sour taste for me, really. Like uh, everything that they're they're doing right now. I don't know. It'll take it'll take a lot to win me back, it feels like. <laughs> I, yeah. I hate to it, say it. I, I don't know, like I think Cove maybe has asked me that very question. Like what what will it take blizzard doing to like get you back in their their good graces and like i don't know what that answer is i I, they're not the same company so i don't know if they ever can right like they're not yeah they're not a mike morheim uh 
company anymore, right? They're an Activision-owned yeah. company. They're in the business of selling horses for Diablo Activision. 4. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They spent a larger amount than I would think needed on the fact that, like, horses will be in Diablo 4 and that you can get different-looking horses and there's probably going to be ways to buy horses and horse armor and... Yeah. Yeah, like, that's... It's, it's just weird to hear. Um, yeah. Yeah. This, for me, the Diablo 2 Resurrected stuff was probably the most exciting thing that they showed there because that lighting engine looks really good. And when you yeah. heard, uh, at least in the, the panel that they had, um, it, it I don't know how to say this without, uh, or I don't know how to say this nicely, but it, it felt like those devs hadn't sold their souls yet. Uh, like they they seemed <laughs> to actually really be into what they were making. And, and it uh, you know, they talked about how, they were digging up old files and like finding a lot of the key art for the game back in the day and uh, how that is being put into, you know, creating what was a um, not 3D game into a 3D game with Diablo 2 yeah. Resurrected, where it was originally sprites. Um, and so that, that stuff is cool. And they have a great track record as well um, with the, passion, man. Do what? Passion. Yeah, exactly. When devs yeah. still have passion, it's it not just a up. job. It's, it's like something they really want to get out there. Right, right. And I, I think they had that yeah. with the Tony Hawk stuff that they uh, remastered as well, because it's the same team um, that they that put out Tony Hawk Remastered 1 and 2 uh, this past year. So uh, this is actually that panel. Uh, come, it, it just auto-played. Um, it was interesting, too, that a lot of the panels, at least the ones that I saw, apart from maybe the behind-the-scenes for Overwatch 2, they were led by community members. They weren't led by, like a uh, a day nine or something like that they were led by streamers that play that game primarily on uh twitch or wherever they stream youtube wherever um and so that right. was kind of cool to see that was a little <laughs> bit different um i, I yeah. think in some ways like that's a little bit reminiscent of kind of the blizzard of yesteryear being so community focused and so community driven um so yeah. that was a good thing that they did a, a nice nod to incorporate the community into all of that stuff but yeah, these these three guys uh, are the devs here, and the the top left is the content creator. Um, and so, yeah, okay. I, I highly recommend watching this video if you have any interest in Diablo Two uh, Resurrected. Sorry, I keep stumbling on the name because um, it it was awesome. These guys seem super into it, and like Host said, passion's the the best word to kind of describe everything um, that yeah. they brought into that panel for sure. It was weird though. I I don't know. I don't know what else to say about BlizzCon. Um, it was weird. It was it, the lack of audience was was noticeable as well. Like yeah. the the sort of like you said the you know if any alliance or horde people here that only works when you have thousands of people in an audience that are really excited to be there, right? It, do, it just doesn't work online. I don't know why they tried to do it, but I guess maybe they felt like it's that the fan service that they've always done sort of thing. So they felt like they had to or whatever, but. Yeah, it it also yeah, kind of weird. It also hit me that, and I didn't realize this till after the fact. And uh, for some reason, it I think I always just relate like BlizzCon occurring because I would always make a trip out there to um, Southern California to go to Anaheim uh, with like November and like the holiday season is coming up. So like, yeah, usually a bunch of games are coming out or uh, you know that that kind of uh, feeling of excitement is there around that time of year and the fact they did this in february where like no big games like no triple a huge games are really coming out anytime soon i think that kind of sucked a lot of the air out of the what they were showing as well um yeah 
and I didn't realize that till after the fact, but I guess they have to do a BlizzCon, right? Like you have to show this type of stuff um, to the fan base because that's just, that's what you expected. So, or that's what ex is expected of them at the end of the yeah, day. Yeah, um, And then the, the biggest thing I missed is in an odd way, that Hilton bar, you know? The Hilton Bar there in that time. <laughs> just that that <laughs> wall of sound that <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Just the, yeah. the large crowd murmuring at two AM. Everyone's pretty drunk. People are just rambunctious. Yeah. Lots of loud techno playing. Yeah, they put um, that fucking DJ in there in the past three or four years. <laughs> Ruined everything. Yeah. 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 No, really um, really messed everything up. But yeah, that yeah. that is also part of the BlizzCon experience for sure. So yeah, it was a big. It was also just a bigger reminder of COVID. Uh, at the end of the day, uh, that COVID yeah. exists. This whole, the whole. I situation. think a lot of these things have been. You know, they they need to do them, like to to release you know information on these games that people are looking forward to and stuff. But uh, it's I can't wait for this stuff to just go back to being live, right? You know, instead, like it's it, it's a lot more exciting, and I don't know. It just feels. Uh, I don't know what the word is, but it's some. Sometimes it's just kind of hard to watch <laughs> when it's when it's all online. I don't know. I don't know. It's like I think. I mean, a the whole a lot of the big point life. of that, like you know, is is that those are those entire things are designed to be done in front of an audience. Like they, yeah. a lot of the stuff is just designed so the event, the audience is part of the event. Mm -hmm. So whenever they do these events and they don't kind of intrinsically from the ground up account for that, it just becomes kind of weird. Um, yeah. cause they're like, they're not doing quite enough to reformat what they need to, to make it like just as good as it would be if an audience was there. Right. Yeah. As somebody just said in chat and I, and I like that there's a disconnected feeling. It, it feels totally. like, yeah. you know, you're not watching the whole show. There's like yeah. something, there's something missing. Yeah. I, I watched the, uh, the video of the Skyrim reveal at wherever it was like E3 or whatever. Yeah. Um, and when they showed the, like the trailer and everything with like the, with the music and stuff and man, people were going insane. Like <laughs> I love, sure. I love watching it just for the, for the reaction. Like just people are just losing their minds. Like, yeah, I miss all that. Like, but I'm, I'm not sure that this BlizzCon would have gotten those reactions either had it been live. But yeah, I don't you know, know if I mean. they would have as well. Um, yeah, yeah, I think in some way, like the 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 other side of the coin exists well as well with the developers. Like you, you always hear the the BlizzCon or the Blizzard devs when they go to a thing like BlizzCon, like that's why they do the job, right? Like they enjoy the fans getting into it. They enjoy the, yeah. um, the excitement and the energy and that kind of like carries them on to, uh, you know, finishing the game or working on the game more. Um, and yeah. so I, I really wonder like what the, uh, company morale is at right now within blizzard, um, with, with the lack of BlizzCon there. Um, yeah. And you know, the, the jackasses like us saying like, yeah, it was weird. That was a weird BlizzCon. Like, <laughs> I wonder yeah, if that just like really yeah. fucks with them. I would think, I would think <laughs> I would have to. I don't know. It's, I mean, it's, I, it's, it's a bit of criticism and I think it's not like, uh, you know, I it's, it's not personal. It's just, you know, like I, I, I know people at Blizzard. I'm friends with people who work at Blizzard and stuff. And like, I, I don't think they'd be offended. You know, it's just, it is what it is sometimes. Right. Like you're right. not, you're not always going to get it right sort of thing but like the standard's so high for blizzard they always did get it right up until very recently so it's i guess it's just new new grounds for new them, territory really. <laughs> yeah yeah uh there was one bit that i thought was 
I don't know if it was the highlight, but it was definitely a, a moment uh, worth checking out if you're at all uh, a Blizzard fan. In the Diablo Immortal panel, which they had a streamer there with the um, with with two devs on, I forget which devs they were, but one of them was the guy like everyone. Uh, you all have phones, right? Like it was that guy, that guy that said that comment, and it was towards yeah. the end of the panel or maybe three fourths of the way through, and the um, content creator flat out asked them like. How do you think you handled that? Like, do you, what do you think about what happened at that event when you said, you know, everyone has phones and he flat out, like, uh, granted, you know, maybe it's too late. This was two years ago, however long it was, but he flat out, like talked about it, answered it, said it was wrong, talked about where he was coming from and said, like, I hope you don't judge the game on like my, you know, terrible wording of it. Uh, and like that, one very uh, distilled moment felt like Blizzard to me. Like they were owning up to the fact that like it was not a good moment uh, yeah. for that entire BlizzCon. Um, and like knowing how big Blizz uh, Activision Blizzard is, that had to have gone through so many PR groups and so many different uh, people that were like, no, no, we can't, we, no, we can't own up to the fact that we fucked up. Blah, blah, blah. It's like, no, we need to do this to like save some face. Like the community will yeah, respond yeah. well to it. Um, and it was, uh, it was, it was cool to see that for sure. Yeah. Um, even if it was two years after the fact, like <laughs> to just own up to that in that very uh, moment was nice uh, at the end of the yeah. day. So, yeah. Yeah, that game's also just going to make a shit ton of money. So regardless of if he said it or not, it's they're, <laughs> that's going to carry the next, you know, yeah. Overwatch 3, Diablo 5, World of Warcraft, whatever, uh, that, that will yeah. make them all those games possible. So he didn't need to say that at all is ultimately what I'm trying to get at there. But yeah. That, that was <laughs> or, or maybe he had to say that or get fired. Maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe the company put him out there like, hey, you got to put your your neck out there again. Well, like, about that thing you really screwed us on a couple of years ago. Uh, they're still talking about it, so that's yeah, true. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I I had not considered yeah. that alternative. Yeah, might have worked. Might have been why. Might've but regardless, worked. regardless, end of story. Yeah. Company or individual, it's good they owned up to it. Like yeah. that, it's it's much better to yeah. do that instead of just try to like sweep it under the rug. Um, unfortunately we're seeing more and more these days. Right. Yeah. 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 Just moving no on, moving on as if nothing happened. So yeah. Uh, that was BlizzCon. Some other news. There, there was actually a decent amount of, of news this past week. Uh, Zeke will bring you into the fold here in the news world. Do you see all okay. the bloodlines two stuff that came up? Cause yeah, but I mean, uh, this is just confirmation of shit we were, sus <laughs> were suspicious of. Some of it we knew, I'm sure. Like, all that kind of stuff. But it was just, like, officially, like... <laughs> yeah, it's it's sucks. It sucks, but, you know, I don't want a bad game. I want right. it to be a good game. And I, you know, I want the, like, the bloodline, the first bloodlines was so surprisingly good. Uh, and it had a surprisingly like star-studded voice acting cast and all that shit. So I'm hoping this game is going to be the same. But I don't now. Now it's like I, we don't know. So they said maybe 2021, but or 2022. But yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's probably going to be at least a couple more years before we see anything else. Yeah, like positive. Like we're we're taking steps. We got people on this now. Like or whatever. It sucks. 
Yeah, to, to get into the uh, the post that they made, um, they said, uh, we have made the hard decision that hard suit labs will no longer be leading the development of Bloodlines 2, which also means that we will not be releasing in 2021 as previously planned. Since we cannot at this time communicate a new release date, we've also decided to stop accepting pre-orders for the time being. Uh, the game is very important to us and has been an ambitious progress, uh, project from the very start. In order to meet our goals for it, we've come to the conclusion that a change is needed, and as a result, more development time is required. Uh, we'd like to take this opportunity to honor Hard Suit Labs for their efforts and thank them for the hard work on the project. The studio has done a tremendous job in laying the foundations for the game, and we hope that you, the community, will also appreciate their contribution to Bloodlines 2. We're thankful for the continuous support throughout the game's development. We understand how important that is to you, and we'd love to share more with you. As soon as we can, we'll talk about what the future development team of Bloodlines 2 will look like. So at this point, like... I guess they don't have a dev team like, or right. yeah, like it, they're searching for one. <laughs> like, <I don't> <laughs> <laughs> well, the other, the other, to, yeah. yeah. The, the hopeful thing is that maybe they started looking before they axed hard suit. Um, maybe we're lucky enough to where there, there is one kind of, you know, there that they're working to, or at least working with, or at least talking to. Yeah. Um, but of course we're going to have no clue for a long time. I mean, the thing that's crazy about this is like this game was already supposed to be out. It got pushed back twice. So obviously, at least it was close to being done, like somehow, right? And then for them to exit this late in the production cycle to fire the dev team, especially after the dev team, you know, fired Brian Mitsoda and like the creative lead uh, was, was removed and like all this crazy stuff happened. That brings up all sorts of new questions. Like, was it hard suit labs doing that? And that's why they were removed? Or was that, you know, these guys stepping in and trying to write the ship and they just couldn't do it in time? Like, there's there's so many freaking questions about this. I can only, I can only think, or not can only, but, like, it makes me think of what uh, the cyberpunk, like, the when they came out on consoles and stuff, like, they allowed that to happen. Maybe, maybe something like that happens, like, we can't allow this to be released to the public you saw what happened with cyberpunk this is garbage what, yeah. we're, what we would be forcing down their throat it's just terrible so we got to scrap the whole thing and and get some new people in here yeah that very well may be what happened somebody just finally going like putting like i actually tweeted this the day where it, it came out like somebody putting their foot down and just being like we're not going to release this you saw what happened to cdpr they've basically ruined themselves in many ways this will ruin us. And Paradox, to be fair, is a pretty good company overall. Like, they're known for releasing, like, pretty quality products. At least not, like, complete failures of, you know... <laughs> they don't fail their consumers completely, at least. They've had their bumps and stuff. But Paradox is, is relatively relatively respected, I'd say. Even though they've had their issues, they're yeah. relatively respected. And they to, to see them do this, honestly, in some ways kind of even raises a little bit like opinions, I think, in, in a lot of ways, because clearly this is a tough decision. Like this, this will most likely lose them money. Um, I mean, you know, they could have pushed it out the door and just kind of pulled a CDPR, essentially. Um, God, it hurts to say that. But on that note, um, <laughs> it's good. It's good that they were like, you know what? No, we're not going to do this. Like, end of story. We're not doing it. Um, we're just, we're just not doing it. Yeah, great. I know. I know. Paradox is a DLC machine, but you know, I still, still like it, they don't release complete 
garbage. No, things. but the like the games that they've done very well and ha- that have had a lot of DLC for them are amazing. Like yeah. uh, mm-hmm. I, yeah. I don't mind spending money on DLC if it's going to give me hundreds of extra hours in a game I already love. You know, like it's it, it makes sense to me. Uh, and like come back to what you were saying about paradox. I think the only the only two things that come to mind in, in terms of like bumps that they've had is Imperator Rome, which wasn't uh, amazingly well received at, or complete. And uh, Stellaris, when it first came out, I think people were a little bit disappointed, but it's great now. It's had it's had some DLC and it's it's much better. So I, they've actually got a pretty good record. I think Paradox. Right. Well, for me, anyway. I played a lot of their games. Yeah, yeah. I this. Uh, do you think Bloodlines Two ever comes out? <laughs> like, do you think <clears throat> is this the nail in the coffin, or do you think it's still one day, twenty twenty two, twenty twenty three? I th- I think at this point, with as much as they've done with it, like it it they'd be crazy not to get something out. I I don't think they're gonna like retcon the entire thing that was made. Um, I mean, hell, even some of the the gameplay stuff, you know, sure it, it had issues, no question, but I mean. Looked like it could be pretty fun. I mean, there was some good stuff in there. So I really hope they find a dev team, hopefully like a reputable one, that can pick up and run with it. But like we were talking about yesterday on my stream, like a lot of people don't realize that even if the game's close to done, like a new dev team is going to have to spend months, maybe years, going into that code, learning how Hard Suit Labs did everything, figuring out what they need to do to fix the things, then let alone start doing their own stuff on top of it that actually works without introducing... like. Yeah. The further along a project is to complete, a lot of times the more difficult it can be for someone to just pick up and run with it. So it's gonna be really interesting to see how they approach that for sure. Right. Yeah. Not not to mention, you know, as soon as they announce the team that's working on it now, there's immediate assumptions, there's immediate pressure to that team, uh, from yep. like a social sentiment and, and a business sentiment. Like it's a it's a tough spot uh to whoever goes into that uh that role. So uh, good luck to them uh, before, and uh, good luck to them whenever that gets announced as well. Um, definitely a rough time for Bloodlines Two fans, though. I remember Zeke at the in the in our Game yeah. of the Year show was like, "Yeah, I'm most excited for Bloodlines 2. And then Co's next words were, "Yeah, do you know what's going on with Bloodlines 2? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh no. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's, yep. it's been uh, it's been rough, but that's where we're at with that. Um, what, oh, go on. Uh, similar vein. I mean, while we're talking about this kind of thing, there was a, a big kind of public thing about De- Dying Light 2. Um, Techland is apparently like atrophying talent. The management is having some serious issues. There's problems with the project. Like, things are not looking super good for Dying Light 2 either, which is super unfortunate. Yeah. Because, um, I mean, that again had some cool looking stuff involved in it. And Dying Light was such a great game. Dying Light was awesome. Like, one of the fastest paced zombie like games anytime and uh it was so much fun and now here we are like just just again just a project like falling apart at the at the foundation so really really unfortunate yeah did you happen to see the dying light viking dlc that they announced i heard about it i don't know if i really yeah i'm not really even sure what to think of it yeah i don't i to me this looks like hey we need some more money for the game (laughs) Uh, because <laughs> like I just don't understand. I don't understand why. Uh, like what is it exactly? It's Vi- it's Viking DLC for the base game of Dying Light. Um, yeah, it's I. It was it. It's weird that it exists. I I don't know if this is. 
from like a business point of view, if it's like, hey, Assassin's Creed Valhalla sold really well and like Valheim is doing really well. So like, let's push out some Viking DLC and see if we can get some more money. Uh, <laughs> like, I don't, it's, it's okay. weird. I don't know why it exists. Okay. That's bizarre. Yeah, that's <laughs> okay. Um, they, they even I mean, get looks... they get like a special car. It's like a Viking uh, out. This is the car right here. Uh, it's like a, a dune buggy type deal. I don't know. <laughs> it's real okay. strange. I don't know what to <laughs> think free? of this at all. No, I, I think it's paid. Uh, I will. I will confirm here uh, to see what the price is. Four euros. Oh, there you go. Uh, yeah, the bundle wow. includes <laughs> so much. That's like ninety dollars. <laughs> <laughs> ninety bucks. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, bundle includes the different outfits: uh, two uh, two-handed axes, two one-handed swords, two shields, and then the buggy skin. So, uh, for four euros is what uh, chat was saying. I don't know if I could find. They don't have the price in the YouTube info, so. Yeah, it it just screams like, hey, we need more money. Like, we're bleeding money right now for the project uh, for Dying Light 2. So let's see what we can do with this. Um, yeah, that was a weird thing. That was a full That's trailer weird, yeah. that I've seen twice now, and I regret. <laughs> uh, what else is going on? Uh, that Nintendo. Uh, just, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Just real quick, since yeah. we were talking about Blizz kind of earlier, I put put it in the in the Slack. Okay. But to, the Metallica, did you see that? Oh yeah, Metallica we live performance. That. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we saw a bit that of that. Yeah. Was fucking hilarious to me. Not yeah. because they did it. I, I like. I understand. Obviously, they have to do it, but the choice, the music choice they used, just oh, I couldn't. You couldn't plan it any better. Like, it's so good. <laughs> what is that? The overlay music, like that they yes. used to block out the the DLC stuff. Yeah, I yeah. I don't understand. It's yeah yeah dude crazy that whole thing was just bizarre um for for so many different reasons the metallica being the one that was like playing the dmc music that had music playing over it on twitch uh i was so the other interesting aspect of that was the youtube feed the the twitch feed i think was the youtube feed being pushed by Twitch, which they were playing music over on Twitch itself. Because I was watching, and I was not supposed to do this, I was watching the YouTube feed, which was also a minute and 30 seconds-ish ahead. So there was delay on the Twitch feed, and they also were playing uh, the music over there to protect the people that were restreaming it from that channel. Because um, they even did, like, in the pre-show, with, like, 10 minutes to the uh, to the start of the show, they had uh, Hoder come out and like do a dj set um yeah. and it was just him like djing his music and just like you know bobbing his head to no one it was just a, an empty room <laughs> with him playing music but they yeah. were allowing him to play his music there um so i don't know like why that wasn't uh protected or maybe maybe it's hard to like dmca a mix like that I, i'm not sure but by the way we we see it chat we see it yeah, it looks like Schreier is, is calling it. Uh, it looks like Anthem has been officially put down. Oh, oh, I did not see that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, the DMCA stuff was hilarious to see. Um, yeah. 
Yeah. Wait, Anthem is gone? Anthem's I, dead. I mean, looks like, uh, according to Schreier, who normally gets these right, to his credit, uh, Anthem Next has been canceled. Sources tell Bloomberg the story will be hitting shortly. Oh, wow. Well, there you go. Well, they... Ha! And, and I belly in. Anthem might be the first game in history that died twice. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't that supposed to happen last week? Weren't they supposed to, like, make that decision? Or was that... Did that happen, like, this week? That's what we were all waiting for. Oh, wait. Does Bioware already have a blog out? In the spirit of transparency and closure, we wanted to share that we've made the difficult decision to stop our new development work on Anthem, a.k.a. Anthem Next. We will continue uh, to keep Anthem live service running as it exists today. Yep, there you go. Uh, oh, there it is. Sorry, they have not tweeted out yet. Game development is hard. Decisions like these are not easy. Moving forward, we need to laser focus our efforts as a studio and strengthen the next Dragon Age and Mass Effect titles while continuing to provide quality updates to Star Wars The Old Republic. The Old Republic uh, is still going? Oh, my God. Yeah, I'm sure it's cash cow for them, yeah. That, I mean, that is so disheartening to have that all in the same sentence. Like, hey, we tried our best with this game. It failed. We tried a game. It failed. But we're going to, you know, laser focus on working on some beloved franchises you love. It's like, ah, uh, that's just, that hurts a little bit. They already failed with Emmy Andromeda with the DLC plan. So it's just like, my Lord, dude. Yeah, man. I, man. I don't know, it, to me, it's a little. Uh, it's a little straight. Like if if Bioware did make Anthem, do you think we'd be getting this amount of conversation over it? Like, is, is this only an event because Bioware made it? Well, I think it's a big deal because it was a studio that a lot of people were hoping could make something awesome. Mm. So it was it was it was it's an issue of expectations, like. People had inflated expectations because it was, you know, supposedly something that this company was not only touting as something huge, but made a whole bunch of promises about. And then after it basically had a poor reception, made a whole bunch of a second round of promises about how they were going to fix it. And, you know, like they just kept on promising, 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 promising. And it was just one giant undeliver. Yeah. Uh, under under deliver. Yeah. So, right. Right. yeah, I mean, I think I think this is the kind of thing where people are just going to be like, how can we be excited about any of your products? Like it was, it was like a, you know, fool me once situation. And then, um, you know, and now they're saying like, oh yeah, we're going to laser focus on this next stuff. Cool. Weren't you laser focused on Anthem? Yeah. It's obviously you were, you tried to revive it. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Just not good. Not good. Yeah. So I'm good. just reading the, the takes from chat. Um, it, yeah, it's a weird thing. It's especially weird for me because, like, uh, the the stuff that Bioware has shown the past three years has been, like, dev tours of different parts of their office with, like, a game that you really like or a franchise that you really like on their monitors. Like, <laughs> then, like, Mass Effect Remastered, I guess, was the other thing or whatever they're calling that. Um, so uh, th this might be, like, uh, we were talking about Blizzard earlier. This might be... The that fan base is Blizzard, and and so maybe because I'm not super into their the Bioware kind of ecosystem, um, yeah, I'm looking at it from a different lens. But yeah, it's not a good thing. All right, like this is no, probably a I super like, hard thing for them to put out, regardless. But yeah, 
I feel like um, the the sort of like death of Bioware is 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 something. Well, I, I mean, it's 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 obvious. It's not dead, but like I think people lost a lot of um, faith in them like a long time ago, right? Like Andromeda <laughs> wasn't received very well. Um, I, I never played the ball on it. Yeah, yeah. I never played. What was it? Dragon Age Inquisition, which I heard is actually pretty good. I never it's played not it. Bad. Though. Yeah, um, it's not Dragon Age Two. Is no. probably the. old republic wasn't a wow killer so it's it's by default trash i guess (laughs) um yeah it's 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 sad like the you know bioware used to make really good games back in the day it felt like um you know same with like blizzard same with bethesda like all all these all these companies that we we loved that have just like not not delivered um up to standard more recently i guess It, it always sucks right yeah yeah but i i'm floating the question in my mind now like who is the the like golden god when it comes to or who are the golden gods when it comes to game devs right now for me exactly what i was just gonna say it brings to mind like who has not been like had had a major like fuck up larian's doing great larian's doing good yeah i like like clay a lot clay um they they do like don't starve and uh oxygen not included but they've been bought by by 10 cents so i don't know that it may not be a big deal yeah i have to say no it It, might not be because grinding gears are in the same boat right 10 cent majority own them but they still pump out really good content for poe and stuff so it it may be something and nothing right yeah uh Obsidian and Inexile are both doing pretty great things. Wasteland 3 was pretty awesome. Uh, Obsidian is doing some great stuff with Grounded, and hopefully we'll get a lot of avowed information soon. Yeah. Uh, From Software has been kicking some ass. Uh, yeah. Hell, Capcom. Capcom's been doing okay, except the last Resident Evil was arguably a little franchise farmy. But before that, I remember us on the show talking about how Capcom was doing pretty damn well with some of their most recent stuff. Yeah. Uh, Ryu Gagotoku. Talk about releasing mm-hmm. consistent, awesome games. Ryu Gagotoku has been absolutely killing it with Yakuza 7, Judgment. We've got more from them on the horizon. Owlcat has been doing really well for those like CRPGs. Wrath of the Righteous, four months out, is better right now, and I'll say it, than Kingmaker was on release. Like mm. this is a this is a, a, a studio that is not only listening to the, the feedback, but they are dramatically improving their production uh, cycles. And uh, it is it is super nice. Um, Coffee stain, satisfactory guys that that are also publishing yeah. Valheim. I mean, talk about indie devs, dude. They're kicking ass. Iron Gate, the Valheim devs, obviously, they just dropped four million sold today in three weeks, dude. They just posted a little bit ago that Near Automata surpassed five point five million, like this week. Yeah. And here is this little upstart indie dev. They're like, yeah, we passed off four mil in three weeks. Um, (laughs) Granted, their games a third of the price. Let's keep that in mind. But you know, still, it's pretty amazing. It's pretty amazing. Um, Yeah, it's nuts. Yeah. I think for me, From Software is the holy grail. They haven't put out a bad game. and People in chat are saying Rockstar have screwed over community with like Red Dead 2 stuff. But honestly, Rockstar, uh, GTA 5 and Red Dead 2 are like really good games. Like uh, yeah. like some of the best I've played in, in recent years, I would say. So I, I still think that they're whatever they're working on next is, is probably going to be big and great, I would expect. But you never know, I suppose. Yeah. For sure. Um, yeah. So I, I guess Zeke to answer the the formed question we both had, they exist. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if they exist to the the degree of uh, of what like Blizzard once held in my head. 
as being like the you know the the holy grail the 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 gods of gaming whatever pedestal i put them on um but oh. they're definitely good super giant yeah super hades giant they have hades system. oh yeah yeah, they, they have consistently really good been releasing like really cool, innovative products from Bastion to Pyre to ADs, and you know whatever they're going to do next. I mean, I can't wait to hear what their next yeah. announced game is going to be. Yeah, what, Battle State Games. Come on, guys, Tarkov. No. <laughs> oh well, yeah, yeah, absolutely, not, absolutely. No, Tarkov, great. Yeah, yeah. Dude, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Yeah, I think. Like... I think in order to qualify for what I was thinking of, they would have yeah. to have released like a bunch of different games. Like, bunch I don't think events. GGG would be like in the list. Because they have, you know, <laughs> the one, one thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's still good though. Yeah. Well, I know. Yeah. Fair, though, like I think Sips has a great point with BSG because that's a dev team that has not only been doing great with their game, like consistent updates, completely plugged into their community, but they have nailed how to utilize Twitch to promote their products. Like, talk about. Oh my just, god. Oh man, yeah, dude! Like the they, they are so when they do drops. About that. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. It, it's exciting too. Like. Man, whenever there's a drop event like that, I am all over it. Like, it's it's just great. You're playing the game, and all of a sudden, hey, look, I just got fuel for no reason. Like, I just was watching a streamer. It's fantastic. I love it. Yeah, love it's, it. It's super. Also, fun. shout out to the Rust devs who were kind of like, oh shit, we need to get on this. Magic, and yeah. we have a whole drop system that's super popular. Everyone gets their own unique drop, so it encourages people to watch like specific streamers. Like Rust is insane. Them, it man. has been around for so long, and it still gets updated. Like I don't know if you played Rust recently, but man, there's so much stuff in it that is actually really cool. It's just a shame that Rust is is Rust. You know what I mean? Like if you were to play <laughs> from it, a public no, but if you were yeah, to, yeah if you play server. it on a public server, it's awful. But like <laughs> you know, like it, like RP setting, or like if you're just playing with friends, and like the building tools are amazing. Like it, it's actually a really fun game. Like and there's so much stuff in it now. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Funny story. My dad is uh, like upper 70s, right? His brother, even older than him. They play Rust 20 plus hours a week together. Public server? <laughs> really? Time thing, oh, all the time. Dad. They play on a private server. Oh. Like here, here are these two old guys like playing Rust. Every time a server wipe, they rebuild their whole thing. My dad's constantly okay. telling me about Rust stuff. Like, oh, do they man, have it's... those companion apps to like plan their honeycombs for their base and everything? Like, is it that detailed? Like, no, I think I, I think they it's I totally special for them. So they'll like Facetime. They'll, like, it's like it's like they'll face it. it uh, my dad said like he hasn't spent more time with his brother in like decades because of. But now they've have Rust, so they just like yeah. play together all the time and hang out and talk That's and like. Awesome. It's, it's so cool, dude. It's so cool. Yeah, I can't wait. Like, well, I can wait. I don't want to be eighty, but I know <laughs> I'm still going to be playing games when I'm eighty what are games going to be like when we're 80? Like, that's going to be nuts. I uh, like, I, I'm still going to play them all the time. It's, if I can, it's going to be lie. loud flashing lights and bangs. And oh it's like, we're gonna go, oh, it's gonna what's crazy. going on? Yeah. 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 Oh, I, I'm, I'm still going to be there. Like trying it out. Hi, did, 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 girl screaming at us. In have, you, language? <laughs> have you ever talked to like an old fucking rock and roller, like metalhead guy? Like, those guys, like they can be pretty fucking cool. They're just like, yeah, I was there with ZZ Top, man. It's great. And they're just they're still sitting there and they're like, hey, you know, I don't headbang as much as I used to, but man, I still love these shows. Like that that's what I want to be. Yeah. I want to be that dude. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like the two old guys from uh the Alan Wake DLCs. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There you go. Uh you mentioned take two. He was out there uh having a, a fun comment, an easy comment. Uh the take two CEO. Uh, said that AAA games should be polished before release. 
the full quote is uh, a little lengthy, but um, I'll read it because why not? It, it's fun. Uh, he said, I think the case that you're alluding to reflects the fact that you're always better served to wait for perfection if you can create perfection. And all of our labels are seeking perfection and we don't always succeed. Sometimes we fall short, but that's the goal. So yes, right. And, uh, and it's great that Rockstar Games continue to put add-on content and additional content for Grand Theft Auto Online and Red Dead Online. They put out material that they really uh, believe that they're passionate about and that is of the highest quality possible. That means we're not on a weekly cadence and we're not uh, going to be... Wait, what? And we're not going to be and that means we don't necessarily know the exact release date, but we do know... Uh, what we do know is that we will wait for it to be as close to perfect as anything can be. So, I feel like he's I'm specifically just... talking about Rockstar there because, like, Chad's pointing out sure. some... some other games that uh, take two months out that have had some issues. Uh, the the yeah. Red Dead 2 world is so great, though. Like, I think if the DLC was more sort of, like, catered towards me, personally, specifically, <laughs> and was a lot more, like, meandering and not so much, like, you know, joining a public server and somebody lassoing me and bullying me for the five minutes that I play for. Yeah. I would be all over it. Like, I just want to go out there and do some hunting and fishing. And so I loved all that in the game. Give me like a trophy room where I can like show off all my big catches and stuff like that. And let me design my wild west house or whatever. That's it. It's, it's really as simple as that. Like it doesn't need to be more than that for me. Uh, I'm sure I speak for maybe a dozen people out there as well, <laughs> which funnily enough is about as many people as play Red Dead 2 online anyway. So yeah. you know what I mean? Like they should, they got to sort it out, honestly. They'll, they'll do something. They'll figure it out. Yeah. They'll figure out how to make more money on that game without question. Yeah. Um, what else? God, there's a lot of news. The Nintendo direct stuff happened. It, there was, not much in it. Uh, I got to say, it was a 50-minute presentation, and, like, it was not much. There was a, a, a Project Triangle strategy uh, that came out from that, which looks like... That looks uh, pretty cool. Yeah. It, this was probably the best thing they showed. It was uh, Final Fantasy, or not Final Fantasy Tactics, I should say. But that's like, that's 100% what this Ooh. game is, through and through. Um, looks really cool. Looks nice. They've got some different stuff going on um, with the elements on the ground and stuff like that. Um, I think does this is this the one that has the yeah the demo is already out for this uh, for Project Triangle Strategy. I think you can go download it right now. Yeah, demo available now. Um, that's coming in 2022. Um, there was a Bravely Default trailer they showed. They announced Splatoon three. Sips, uh, are you, have you dabbled in the Splatoon Man, before? My- I my son plays it. He's yeah. got a switch and he, he plays it. So I didn't know that Splatoon 3 is coming out, but thank you for letting me know. I'll tell him tomorrow <laughs> and that'll be nice. He'll go crazy. Okay. Tell him the Eiffel that. Tower is turned upside down uh, and there's character okay, customization yeah. and he'll right, okay. lose his yeah, shit, gonna, apparently. He will lose his mind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's good. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything. Uh, they're remastering the worst Zelda. So <laughs> that's the thing. <laughs> Wait, and no Zeke, one? that's not Breath of the Wild. It's Skyward Wind Sword. Uh, no, oh, Wind Waker's already remastered. Uh, Skyward Sword's oh, okay. being remastered with motion control and without motion control support. Um, so, I, um, I, I I played. Uh, I liked uh, Breath of the Wild. I thought it was pretty good, actually. Like, well, I didn't finish it though. Um, is that uh, like a we shouldn't we shouldn't talk about it here, Sips? We'll, no. Okay. no, 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 no. Let's no, just no, say no. you're Listen. you're in the correct headspace, though. Is all I'll say. <laughs> right, right, okay. right. Okay. okay, you made the correct decision gotcha. there. 
Gotcha, we do gotcha. a thing every year where we come up with like categories for the 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 this of the year, and just biggest disappointment for me was Breath of the Wild because I wanted to love it and I didn't. Not a, right. like it. I never said it was a bad game, but it's definitely not something that I liked. Right. Was it Co that said it was a bad game, or did I just like take everything that you guys said and just like made you say it's a bad game? <laughs> No, I, that's no, it I became never... the JP hates games thing. Like it's not really not okay. true, but All you right. hear what you want to hear kind of sometimes. I get it. I understand. Yeah. Okay. I like I don't think Breath of the Wild is a bad game. I just think it's a super overhyped and like it's 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 an okay game at best. Okay. Um but I think people have a veneer of it being amazing because they're super Zelda fans. And I think that's okay, because I've done that to games as well. Um but I, I feel like Breath of the a... Wild is it's a hard okay. Zelda is such a weird one for me because like I played, you know, the original Zelda and I played Link and I played Link to the Past on the Super Nintendo when I was a kid. And, yeah. you know, based on those three experiences, I thought, yeah, I'm a Zelda guy. Like I'm a big fan or whatever. And then g becoming a teenager and then an adult and not consuming any Zelda material whatsoever. I guess the, there's been a lot of games since. So like... My only recollection of Zelda is those three games, which I <laughs> which were pretty good, and I'm nostalgic over. But Skyward Sword and the Ocarina one and stuff, I don't know anything about those. Ocarina like, of Time pretty... Uh, like is that a, the one where you deal. just travel around on a horse a lot? Like, I think I watched my brother play <laughs> that's, that's one time. That's kind of every Zelda game, maybe. Ride, he, just ride, <laughs> he just was riding a horse constantly and nothing else. Though, like, a Pona, right? Yeah. <laughs> a Pona, yeah, yeah. So I, I like right. this uh, that somebody just said in my chat. Breath of the Wild was a game that a lot of PC gamers had played before, but console people hadn't played those types of RPGs before. Right, so right, I, right. I think in a lot of ways that's pretty accurate because one of the reasons I, I was not blown away by Breath of the Wild much at all was because I did feel like, you know, I'd, I'd done open world better. I've done a better combat system. The weapon durability system, I absolutely loathe. Like everything I did in the game, I felt I'd done better in other games. So, and now granted, I, there are, of course, console open world games. It does seem sometimes like the, 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 on the PC, we're just kind of more accustomed to them. I don't know. I don't know if, like, I'm not a big console only gamer, so I can't really speak too much to it, but no, I don't know. It's kind of, it's kind of hard to say. We'd have to bring on like a console only person for that to really talk about it. Yeah. I'm just not, I'm ignoring the conversation. <laughs> completely not. <laughs> uh, we've had the Zelda discussion there. I know we're. Most sorry, of the, it's my fault. I should. It is 100. percent I shame on you. Sorry about S that. Shame on you, Sips. <laughs> well, I mean, it's a beloved franchise. Like I like this guy in my chat right now. Wrong. Breath of the Wild has the best exploration of any open world. <laughs> it has the best, the best. Oh god, I He's won't go that far. The best, or they're not wrong. Um, but yeah. so the thing that I I just learned, I I didn't care to watch the Nintendo Direct. I I, I haven't picked Look, up my Switch in so long. But you didn't miss a single there are thing. But go certain ahead. things. There are a couple things that are Nintendo exclusive that I have to dust off the Switch for. One was uh, uh, Deadly Premonition 2 when that came out, which, you know, I don't want to talk about it. Uh, but <laughs> No More Heroes. No More Heroes 3 got a release date, I guess, of yep. like August 27th. Mm -hmm. So I'm excited for that. I will definitely be playing that. Yep, that was in there. That was one of the... I, I guess I forgot to... I, that whole thing was weird. The Nintendo thing was strange. It, I think everyone... Because it had been like what five hundred days since the last time they did one, and the fact that they announced ahead of time that it was going to be fifty Whoa. minutes long, everyone was like, "All right, guys, this is it. Like, we're going to come out of here, and we're just going to be spraying Nintendo everywhere. It's going to be the hypest <laughs> fucking shit of all time." 
And then like the big announcement was Splatoon 3 and like a Skyward Sword remake. So we we're just kind of like, all right, guys, the next one's going to be so good. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be the oh, biggest man. shit ever. <laughs> so, yeah, it, it was. This uh, is going to blow your socks out your ass. Okay, <laughs> yeah. hold on to your wow. socks. Next time, your ass will be sockified. Don't worry. Yeah, yeah. It was a little bit rough. First, we have to put your socks in your. We didn't don't, think don't this think too much about it, Cope. Yeah, yeah, we didn't. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Zeke or Cam's frozen for some weird reason. Oh, goody. Adjust that. Yeah, no, no. Some I got a notification that popped up that said, uh, hey, uh, Discord noticed you have a camera. You want us to use it right now, right fucking now? And I went, I'm no. Just, I'm just oh, pretending that he's having a really long think about socks in his ass. <laughs> like, that has just completely broken him. He's like, it's accurate. Really? Oh, there you go. There you, oh, now it's just okay. Yeah. Good luck with that. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what else? Uh, I feel like this announcement was solely for Kokar. When I saw this, I said, "Oh, Co got a, a shout out in the in the uh, PlayStation thing. Uh, to, they're they're bringing Days Gone to the PC." Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's like the only person I know that enjoyed that game was Co. Uh, so hey, Co, like outside it. of not. There are a lot out there. Just saying. I don't, like, I think I'm one of the there? more vocal people. Oh, absolutely. Yes, <laughs> there's a lot of people that like Days Gone. It's not just me. Um, but no, Days Gone was a game where it's it 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 really the experience. There's dozens of us. Um, but, <laughs> but, <laughs> I like that in chat. Um, it was a game that was not only like pretty great on its own, um, but one of its biggest issues, no question, was that the fact that the PlayStation could not keep up. Like there were so many times, especially when riding around on the bike, when like frame rate would drop to a uh, single digit and, and you never got that high with it. Um, I remember when I hooked up my PlayStation to my big TV when I first got it, I loaded up Days Gone and dude, like just turning the camera on my character was one of the framiest experiences I've ever seen on console. So if they can actually get this on PC and make the port good and have it be something that like they really optimized well and you can run this thing at, like 144 and it's gorgeous, it is going to be great. Like, uh, not only that, but I want to remind people that the end of Days Gone is super interesting and cool. Like, I, I, I really, really hope that this this port does well and that maybe they like start continuing the franchise because I, I was interested in Days Gone and then I got to the end and I was like, where are you going with this? Like, okay, this, like, okay, what do we do? What, mm -mm, what do you, where are we going with this? You can't just, you can't just stop here. Um. So yeah, like, I am, I am very interested in. Uh, in, in seeing con more days gone on PC and then hopefully a continuation of the franchise. Also, cool. again, shout out to Sam Whitworth. He nailed that role, completely nailed the role in that. Um, really, really good job. Yep. I'm, I'm not familiar with days gone, but when you mentioned it, I thought I'd heard of this game, but it's not the same game I'm thinking about. There's a game. I don't even know if it's out yet. Or maybe it's out yet about you being a mailman, like a, like a postal service. You drive around some sleepy town. It looks kind of nice. I can't remember what it's called, but I don't think it's days gone. Death Stranding. No, I think I know That's what you're talking I about. Yeah. I, I can't I remember the name of the game, about. but it, it looks really good. Chat, help me, please. What is it? And it's not Death Stranding 2. It's uh, <laughs> the one at the lake. Yeah, it's like a Postal? lakeside town where you have to go and you have to deliver No, mail. it's not Postal Chat. That is a different game. Chat's that saying is no. Lake. Is, is lake? lake the name of it? It's it just not called all out New Vegas. Maybe it is just called Lake. I don't know. I did, sorry, it just reminded me that that game oh. um, 
is 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 going to be a thing at some point. Yeah, I was born yeah, in that month one. in that year, right there. Providence Oak. Days Gone uh, is the it's a zombie game. It's basically a zombie game at heart, but it has Sam Witwer, right, who's right. like Star Killer from the old Star Wars games. If you remember him, mm-hmm. he's done all sorts of other stuff too. You probably know right. from a lot better, but it uh, it's actually pretty cool. Sips, if you haven't heard of it, I would definitely check okay. it out on PC. If the port turns out right, to be okay. cool and you like zombie games, like yeah, no, I like zombie funny, games. Funny story okay. though, I was about to quit the game after about six hours. Um, like I was, I was literally like, I'm not feeling this game. I, I hate these characters. I'm not feeling this game. And chat was like, just play a little bit longer. Just keep, just keep on going. Just keep on going. Give it a few more hours. And I was like, fine, I'll give it a few more hours. And sure is enough, it, I got hooked, it, finished it and loved it. So is it like story driven? Like, is it like a, like a last of us sort of thing? Like that? It's kind more of open is? world. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. It's kind of, it's kind of like a combination of like a last of us style storyline, but kind of like a far cry gameplay loop. Where it's kind of like you have a big right. sandboxy world to play in, but then there's right. definitely a main story that kind of goes through it. So okay, oh, that sounds interesting. Yeah, I'll check that out. If well, well, I'll check out the port if it comes to PC and if it's any good. Yep, there's a lot, lots of lots of caveats there. <laughs> Maybe I'll and it releases it. on a Thursday between two yeah, and four, and, and it's got to be a full moon uh, for me to play this. That's one true. Sips well. only plays zombie games on full moon. I can no one asks why. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you know what you like. No, that that, that sounds interesting. Actually, I'll check it out. Uh, but yeah, sorry to derail you there as well. No, no that's the show. The Mid- Welcome Mid-Man. and drop frames. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the other thing that came along with that announcement was that there is a state of play from Sony tomorrow. Uh, that is a new slate of game updates and deep dives uh, coming this Thursday. I think they announced uh, the uh, Sony state of play. They said the show is clocking in at thirty minutes or oh. so, give or take. Uh, can't hear what uh, hear what you think. Did they announce any of the games? So, uh, deep dives for ten games coming to PS4 and PS5, including new game announcements and updates on some of the third party and indie titles you saw at last June's PS5 showcase. So, aren't they um, having problems uh, with supplying PS5s to to people now because yes. of uh, chip shortages, because of like a uh, uh, Bitcoin and stuff? sounds correct a, to me yeah uh, right. name name a reason and it's probably adding to why ps5 bitcoin, bitcoin yeah. does ruin everything no, unless you have bitcoin and then it solves a lot of issues for you hey, this is why i'm so against it because i don't have any like yeah i wish i had some no i'm right there i'm right there with you i'm right there with yeah. you um uh, they also announced a uh, new psvr is coming for the ps5 um new hardware new everything it'll be a single cord all that type of stuff. So it seems like VR uh, is still going to be a priority for uh, the PlayStation, which is cool to see. Um, what else was there? Am I missing any big news that you guys know of? Because there was so much this past week. Chat, feel free to s- shout or say things as well at this point. Outriders demo's out tomorrow. Yep. We'll be doing... Uh, do, we know we're, do you know when we're doing the sponsored stream? I don't. I don't know. Yeah, we're still we're still nailing down the time. Um, I'm my kid's birthday. Rowan turns four this weekend. Okay. So oh, wow. uh, I'm I'm hoping. Yeah, crazy man. Four. Um, I'm I'm hoping it. We'll see if it's on that day because if it is, I'll I'll have to do it earlier. Um, sorry if that wakes you up early or something, but no, that's what. Uh, yeah, I I don't know. Put that down. I think I think they're planning a. They may be doing a big thing. Like I really have zero clue. I've been told no details, but. 
Gotcha. We have like a big coordination thing going on. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk. It's about interesting that. though, because apparently it's at the tail end because the demos have going to have been out for what three days at that point. So, well, the, the, having read through the bullet points for our set sponsor stream, I don't think the demo is being taken offline. I think the demo will always exist. It's not like a beta this time around. It's just a flat out demo. So, I think you can always mm -hmm. download it if you're curious. But yeah, we'll uh, reconvene offline and then let you guys know when that's happening. Uh, what else is out there? Concerned Ape announced Stardew Valley, the board game. Oh, Why not? I saw this. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, did, did it look cool? I, I have not watched this little trailer he put out for it. Have you seen the sips? For the uh, board game? No, I haven't. Yeah. Um, I, I saw, I saw some of this on Twitter though. People were talking about it on Twitter. Good or bad? Board game. This is the board um, game right here. I don't know what this is. I didn't, I didn't strike me as bad. I was just like skimming through some of it. I mean... I I, th I don't think board games are ever really that poorly received, right? Like they're normally people are usually pretty excited. Super popular about these days. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So wait, is this I mean, fully <laughs> announced and done, or is uh, sorry to cut you off, Zeke, or is this going into a oh, Kickstarter? Right. I guess maybe they'll say that. What were you going to say, Zeke? If they're anything like me, and it's something I enjoy, it's uh going to be uh, I will buy the game. I will attempt to play it once. I'll get through half half a game, and then I'll never ever pick it up again. Accurate, yeah. yeah. Oh, it's just available now. It's you available right now. now. Like the Dark Souls game I bought. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we played that once in in my. I've got uh, the uh, I paradox. Speaking of paradox, I know it's coming back to this, but they sent me a copy of the City Skylines board game, which I've never opened. <laughs> I don't know if it's any good. What how that one works? I, I know that was a thing. Thought, it's in a pile of junk right behind me right now. I don't know how. <laughs> Maybe I should open it at some point and see what it's like. Maybe Here's it's a question for you, Sips, while I scan the last bit of the news right before this break. What's the best thing you've ever been sent from a uh, like PR kit or a, a game company in terms of like, I guess, I hate this word, but in terms of swag? The best, okay, bar none, the best thing I've ever been sent was the the goodie bag for the twitch ambassador program because i was meant to be a twitch ambassador at um at twitchcon um amsterdam uh -huh. before it was canceled because of covid and the the stuff they sent i got like a pope robe a switch that like a an amazon fire stick hd like uh with the apple tv 4k uh, there, there was like two thousand bucks worth of stuff in there it was insane <laughs> It was so good, uh, and and it's all stuff I use all the time. It, it it's really good. It was, it, it's the best. Yeah. Okay. The the there Pope robe is very very comfy as well. Is it the the like shag purple robe? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. It's like I a, think like a pimp cape. It's amazing. Yeah. It's so I use good. that every morning. We, yeah, we've we've yeah. got it's good. That's a good thing. Good yeah. Stuff. Every good. morning. Ten out of ten. Yeah. Yeah. Woodwear. No, so that's good. I mean, I, like I've been sent stuff, and, and like you know, varying degrees. Some good, some bad. Like, uh, but that by far is like was was just over the top, like super generous. Like I was just super excited about everything that was in it. And well, I'm like 40 years old. It takes a lot to get me like excited about stuff, right? <laughs> it takes a lot and to get you going. I was. I there was it. lots of gadgets and stuff in there. It was awesome. <laughs> it was really good. Nice. Uh, yeah. I skipped over. There's a new Mario Golf uh in that nintendo direct which might have been the one thing that i may be most excited coming out of that so we'll see um a game like a game that came out recently i don't know if this is your guys's bag but have you guys heard of that game nebu chasnadar <laughs> it's the it's basically pharaoh 
Yeah, remember that? Remember Pharaoh, the impressions game? I, it's impossible to pronounce that word. Well, for me anyway. But uh, I, I played it a bit. It's good. It's just like Pharaoh, but better. There's like a lot of quality of life stuff and whatever. Like if that's your thing, that hmm. came out. It's pretty good. I had not seen that. Well, uh, yeah. I'll, I'll maybe look into... It's, a, it's not big news. It's like, uh, you know, it's kind of like an indie developer working on like an, an old genre of game but sure. it's I, i'm i'm just glad that that people like those games enough to make one exist in 2021 it's kind of nice actually yeah nebu jazz what yeah exactly ne- nebu <laughs> something but yeah it's good <laughs> if you like those uh what else is there doom eternal director said he's put he's quote put a lot of thought into adding a female slayer to the game uh is i guess a main character or i, I I don't, as the main character, I don't know what he didn't really go on to explain that. Uh, but that Slayer, had, uh, Slayer is the main character, so that would be yeah. a replacement for yeah, yeah. It'd be Doom Girl instead of Doom Guy. Cool, great, works for me. I'll play either one. I just give me more Doom at this point. I'm I'm on board. Uh, I can't wait to see the people freak out about that. That's gonna be hilarious. Oh, it's it's Twitter is yeah. Oh, I'm sure. I'm yeah, sure. it's it's you know it's that age-old uh, argument of uh, keep the politics out of games you know keep that's you just got to keep politics out of games co that's all you gotta do keep politics out of games that's all you gotta do uh what else is there i don't think that there's any more we talked about the outrider stuff and tomorrow we'll, we'll talk about that next week uh i think that's it i think we're good there was a lot of news that i probably missed uh there was drama around apparently a rainbow six character uh being gay and people were really upset about that um on twitter so fuck you to those what? people people were upset that a rainbow six character was gay yeah that like or one of the gay? operators yeah he, it's a newly announced operator who apparently uh is gay and they said you know keep politics out of games the game's called okay, rainbow that- six <laughs> there should be five more <laughs> Wait, wait! I thought one of them was gay already as well. Wasn't was isn't one of the operate the the like the default ba- like base pack operators gay as well? Or um, I don't I, know. maybe I, don't I misunderstood know. that. I don't know. I I'm just figured. Sure. Oh, okay. I don't know. Couldn't tell you. I just saw that there was some outrage about that on uh, on the Twitters. Uh, Ammunition had some fun takes on that. Uh, if you want to go read her Twitter on it. Uh, I think that's it. I think we're good on the news. Uh, some of the other game announcement, like Curse of the Dead Gods, I know Co is playing, so we'll get his take on that. But what are you laughing at, Co? I just got the funniest. Like, there's these, these like burly guys and voice comms. You know, the tournament's coming up. Who are you gonna play? Oh, I'm gonna play this guy. I'm gonna play. Well, I, I, I was gonna play that guy, but I'm, I'm, I'm not gay. So I mean, is that okay? I do that. I don't. It's, it's just, What's, what's like the about me? I don't know what to do, I, but I want to play him. I, oh God! No, 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 Somebody no, no! no. It, it's all right. It's all right. You, 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 you played the 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 female operator before, right? And you're not female, so you can. I think you can do it. Oh, Cletus, you're all right. Point. Oh, thank <laughs> you. Okay, now just remember, boys, when I pick him, this is not me. Okay, this is not me. I'm just. I just want to use this little robot that zooms around, zaps people in the butt. Wait, does oh, that mean I'm... Oh, God. I'm... <laughs> too real. Too I love real. it. <laughs> I'm going to play some Siege again. Yeah. Man, it's been too long. The redneck stereotype. I'm from the South. We're having fun with it. Calm down. It's true. I've never played it. Siege, Siege is You've fun. You've never played Siege? 
Oh, it's really no. good. Well, it's really fun. It's, it's I just, I a group of competitive games, man. Competitive games that I can't be competitive at. Just they're just no good. Like I tried Overwatch for a little bit. I liked Overwatch because I it had like a, a role system. Like mm. you had a tank, you had a support, you have that kind of stuff. And I'm sure I bet you have something like that, but you still got to be good at shooting for Rainbow Six. Whereas Overwatch, you didn't have to be good at shooting. You could just swing a hammer and hold a shield. It was fine. Yeah. I, I don't know what Siege, you, you don't necessarily have to be. You just, it, it's like everybody always says this about Siege, that like map knowledge is, is king. But it's it's true. Like you don't necessarily need to be good at shooting just to like camp an angle, right? It, yeah. Which is okay. what you often end up doing. Uh-oh. Yeah. So it's like, again. Glitch in the Matrix. No, oh, S- no. Sips, I, I think Siege is, Siege was fun for me until I was holding a corner and someone shot me through the wall. And I was like, oh. That, that can sucks. happen, yeah. And then I just all yeah. <laughs> the worst yeah, no, dude, that's sad. Weeks yeah. like my Valorant experience. Jeez. Yeah. God. Yeah. We uh we actually played Siege for months when it came out. We had like private servers, did private games, drinking Siege nights. Like that game is super, super cool. But unfortunately, yeah. just like many games, there gets a point when people just get too damn good at it. Yeah. It's kind of funny because you just yeah. mentioned it. Like, like that guy, yeah. there's a very good chance that he was doing everything legitly, but he just knew. That there might be somebody behind that wall and he yeah. knew like okay his head's gonna be like right there he didn't even pray probably didn't even have to take multiple shots he was just like his head's probably right there pink just in case oh cool got a kill and then he just keeps going with this thing and you're just like you just ruined my entire gameplay experience yep but it's just, it gets to a point when when people are so good at those games i remember the last couple siege games i played was just like i i felt like i didn't even know what i was doing. i felt like i was playing a different game than some of the people yeah. that were playing and it's at this point there's so many different operators and so many tricks and the game has evolved so much over time like siege is a relatively complex game there's not a lot of games that have full deformity in terms of like the walls and being able to shoot through them and stuff and and yeah. you like knowing the people that know the maps and the people that don't again two different games um yeah, it's, it's a really cool experience but yeah you got to play with like it, it, that game is so much better if you play with like a group of friends and none of you really play it regularly yeah, <laughs> it's so much more entertaining yeah. I, I mean, you could say that about a lot of games too, though, right? Like it, it's it, when it, any competitive game is kind of fun at first when you when there's like there's no stakes involved, you know, like you're you don't care. You've never really played the game. You're, you're not playing on the ladder. You're not really playing to win. You're just hanging out with your friends and stuff. But it's it's that pivot point where you're like, I want to win. Yeah, that's when the game becomes unfun, right? Like, and some games you just get there faster with. I feel like it's very true. I've had that exact thing happen in so many different games for sure. Yeah, usually put them down right afterwards. Uh, we are uh, due for a break. Zeke, what's going on? Yeah, sorry, new new PC. Like I moved all of my PCs down the line for this new gaming one, and it's, I'm still figuring out because Logitech cameras. I mean, as as uh, you know, durable and cheap as they are, and, and it's good, like long lasting as they are, it's they have hiccups and stuff. So like you got to give them their own USB ports and like their own you know hubs and stuff like that, so don't fight with other Constantly shit. So with mine, yeah. Yeah. You restart the computer, yeah, so. all your settings are different. Like <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I'm waiting. Happens to us. It's kind of funny because Elgato just tweeted out like, "Hey, guess what the next big product is?" And my my initial instant reply was, "An affordable good camera that will become the new standard in streaming." Like we have been needing a new th- th- this is a niche that hasn't been filled. Like so many people use Logitech cameras um because yeah. they're just they're quick, they're easy, and there's like no alternative. There's none. And they still, in a lot of ways, are just garbage in terms of settings and holding settings and like all this stuff. Like somebody needs to step up and make a good foolproof, 
like always holds its settings camera. I would switch in a heartbeat. Um, oh yeah. my lord, the C920 life. That's how it goes. Yeah. All right. Hey, that's Terry Cam. That's Terry Cam. There you go. C920. Yeah. What I use for you? Yeah. It's a good. It's a good one. Turns out <laughs> it's the best. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let's take our break. Come back. Talk about all the games that we've been playing. We got about an hour left of the show. Uh, and then we'll, uh, we'll wrap it up. So, uh, I've got Persona 5 Strikers, Sips, probably talk some Valheim, see what else he's got going on. Co's been playing a bunch of different things. Zeke's had Indie Week. Uh, we got some games to talk about. So let's take our break. We'll come back with more drop frames right after this. We'll see you guys in about five minutes. See ya. Welcome back, everyone. Going into the second half, let's talk about the games we have been playing. Zeke, I'll start with you. Yo. How's uh, Indie Week been going? You played, uh, I remember a bunch of games being played, uh, at least last week when you were talking about it. How many did you uh, end up getting to? Overall, perhaps. Well, sure. Uh, Let's see. End up getting to one, two, three, four, five. 16, 17, 17, 17, 17, 17, 17, 17, 17, 17, 17, 17, 17, 17, 17, 17, 17, 17, 17, 17, 17, 17, 17, 17, 17, 17, 17, 17, 17, 17, 17, 17, 17, 17, 17, 17, 17, 17, 17, 17, 17, 17, 17, 17, uh, I mean, it's it's usually like, like on for, if you're counting the indie days, it's like some games don't last more than 15 minutes because they're horrible or broken, right? But uh, and and on indie days, usually the, the I have a hard cutoff at two hours. Like I'll play a game for two hours, right? Yeah. Well, I'm gonna choose the games that I know the name of, and then we can choose the games that you uh, want to bring up and, and talk about after that. Uh, the Pathless, I know about because that was, I think, a PS5 launch title or something like that. Uh, I would assume this is the uh, PC version of uh, the Pathless, but uh, what what did you think about it? How'd it go? Is it good? Is it worth Ooh, jumping it. into? One second. So many, so many games. So many. Oh, there we go. Okay, good. Thank you for pulling that up. Yeah. Um, oh wow. <laughs> jogging my memory. Uh, the Pathless is fucking fantastic. It is a wonderful game. Uh, it is very, very well put together. Um, open world uh, exploration. Uh, I said this while I was streaming it and playing it that I I would be really excited to see what uh, speedrunners do with it because movement tech in this game is uh, paramount. You start off by by uh, dash or you know uh, pressing the run button, right? You run around and your stamina bar goes down super fast. And I was like, "What is this garbage?" And then they're like, "All right, shoot those red things," and those red things refill your stamina bar. So basically, what you're doing is you're like running, sliding, gliding, flying, but you're shooting constantly to keep your speed up. Right. Uh, they're basically like just speed boosters. So. You fly around, shoot these things. Um, they also, uh, if you can nail the timing and stuff, they keep your elevation up. Because if you like let go of your of your eagle and you shoot one of the things, you get a little boost up in elevation. So like, oh, there's nice. little like like puzzles like that where you have to like shoot 
uh, dash, shoot, dash, shoot, dash to get to certain areas and whatnot. Um, the level design in it is 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 phenomenal uh, in that in that regard. Um, well, the cool th- one of the really cool things about it is uh, each of the uh, picture picture like an island continent, but it's broken up into like smaller continents each um, or uh, smaller like countries each uh, controlled by an evil uh, boss thing Mm. Um, within those huge amount of exploration to be done. A lot of uh, like uh, you have to collect these keys, but there's more of them than, than needed. So like you uh, can explore the entire area or you can move on to the next area. Um, and, uh, a lot of times when you go to these, like you, you put on this like detective vision or whatever you want to call it. And it shoots out this blue, everything turns blue. And then the red, like glowing, you're like, okay, that's where a key is, or that's where a tower is or whatever. And you can go over there. And a lot of times when you get there, it's like, oh, it's set up like a puzzle style. Like you have to drag this thing, shoot through this thing and that kind of stuff. And, uh, man, it's really, really well done. Um, I hesitate. Because of, because of how much, obviously, how much money is behind it, I hesitate to, like, put it, uh, I hesitated to put it into the indie category or indie indie week. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, just because it has a lot of money, does, does, it, does it disqualify it from being indie? Like, the studio uh, and the publisher, like, might have a lot of money, but, like, it doesn't, it's not like a big, huge name that's, I mean, it's recognizable to a lot of people, but not to everyone, kind of a thing. But it's, it I again? mean, what's that? Who is it? Who's the dev and publisher? Uh, the, let me see, hold on one second. Um, the... It's uh, Nintendo, and the game is called uh, Breath of the Wild. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. Um, no, no, uh, no item uh, durability, though. Um, I'm sorry. I like everything is new on this PC. I have to. F- I have to find it. Um, is it? It's EGS, right? Does it say that? Yeah, it is. Okay. Yeah, I think. There we go. Pathless. Okay. Go to the store page. It is. Uh, oh, it's by the creators of Abzu. That's that's why. Like. Oh. Um, it's no. published swimming game. Developed by Giant Squid, yeah. and published by Annapurna. And Annapurna's like got tons of tons of great titles under their belt. Um, oh. They're yeah. definitely indie. I'd say that's indie for sure. Yeah. Okay. okay. Cool. Um, that looks really. But nice. Yeah, it's been out for yeah. it's been out for a while. So it released November twelfth. Um, so it was right there at the cutoff. I said like, keep it within like six months, five five six months. And this, I was like, okay, I'll make it exception. Cool. And it's it does not disappoint. Look at this big dragon. This Look is at that. fucking badass. I really really enjoyed it. Oh, How's wow. the music um, doing things like this, dude? It's stellar. <laughs> Soundtrack, the music sound design like everything about it uh is like it fits and the <laughs> imagine it was just super, like elevator it, music like massively inappropriate yeah <laughs> if it was like the yeah, metallica it, thing it's mostly saxophone and horns yeah and um <laughs> uh but the but the sound uh, one thing i want to say about the sound is that it's it's like uh really satisfying i don't know if this is the correct word but like it sounds like when you hit something with the arrow it gives you that little like uh joy feeling in your brain like yeah 
you're like yeah like yeah like, like, the, you know? like the sound that plays when you kill somebody in overwatch like that <laughs> little, yep. yeah. i don't know why yep. that's so satisfying but it is <laughs> yeah it's like really well done slowly sinking back in that's like overwatch um, it's just like that game Overwatch oh. that I played. Wait, oh my gosh! God, I'd love to hear that re- again. I should yeah. reinstall. It's Overwatch like our Discord release. conversations here. So <laughs> 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 we stop. We're not doing it. We're not I'm playing sorry. Overwatch. I, no, 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 me neither. Me neither. Me neither. Anyways, uh, maybe next week. Next week. <laughs> no, it is. It is. It is on the pricier side for for the games I'm 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 used to playing, but you can see why it's. Full price thirty nine ninety nine. It's on sale right now for thirty one ninety nine. So it's on. But honestly, like even after playing it for two hours, like if it has any sort of content, like I think it it has, it's totally worth it. It's a beautiful game all the way 31, around. Thirty one ninety nine. Is that like what's the average uh, price of a game in uh, in the US right now? Like like retail, like a triple A game comes out. What is like sixty bucks or something, or is it more? Yeah, triple. It's 60. getting to seventy or now. more. Okay. Yeah. All right. And then indies are generally around like twenty to thirty. Yeah. Twenty to thirty. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Depending on how indie you want to go. Uh, I'm used to paying. I would say I would say a good a good uh, median for indie is between ten and twenty five. Yeah. That's what right. you. That's what you usually pay. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. This looks cool. Yeah. Yeah. It does look out. really cool, actually. Yeah. Yeah. I'm impressed. Looks nice. Uh, I think, did you get in any of the other environments? Because I think they have like, what, snow environments and like a desert environment and shit like that as well. It's not just the the foresty thing here. I, or am I wrong about that? I did not. Okay. I did not get to any other. Uh, I beat one boss and uh, saw another one. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Looks good. <clears throat> uh, is this available on Steam or is it only through the Epic Game Store? Pretty sure it's EGS only, but let me make sure. Okay. Uh, while you're doing that, I will pull up. Uh, yeah, choose another it's, game. It's thing. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah. Where there was another thing that I saw. Fuck, where did it go? Uh, where the hell? God damn it! Nuts. The uh, Rami's brand yeah. game. Nuts. Let's talk about nuts. Funny well, I mean, said I had my finger right it. on it. <laughs> Well, we're talking about nuts. Yeah, we're talking okay. about nuts right now. Nuts. Yeah. By uh, some people there that said, uh, yeah. "How was nuts?" It, it was. It's good, dude. I didn't. I was like, oh, I'm not sure with the color scheme here. and stuff like that, and the idea of like squirrel surveillance. But man, it was pretty goddamn good. Uh, the thing that really uh, keeps it going, or that that keeps you going playing it, is that it's the mystery of it. The mystery of um, it, it gets explained to you, like, why are we surveilling squirrels? Because someone, <laughs> some faceless benefactor gave us money to do it. And we don't know why, but we're getting all this money. And here you are. Go, go, uh, go take a video camera and see what, what these squirrels are up to. So the first m- missions basically are... <clears throat> All right, you get one camera on a tripod, and the person, the she's all you don't ever see like another person's face. Mm. She calls you on the phone from your trailer, and she goes, "Hey, listen, there's this squirrel that we want to surveil. I know, weird, right? We're getting money for this. I don't know why, uh, but 
go out there. Uh, we we uh, had a sighting. Set up your camera. So she sends you. She faxes you a picture of the of the tree, right? With a squirrel on it. Where the squirrel? And you're supposed to find out where the squirrel came from. Like find is its this, home. Is this, find its stash. It's like phasmophobia, but with squirrels instead of ghosts. <laughs> Well, there's no like. That's I don't feel like any sort of. I don't feel any sort of dread. I feel like I right. feel wonder. I feel like confusion, maybe. Uh, have a you mystery ever been attacked by a squirrel before, though? Like they're, <laughs> they're... Been... good point. I have not. True story. No, they... Andy God, I've been bit by a squirrel. Okay, that's too much for me. I I'm kind of scared of them. Uh, I, the same way I kind of feel about cats that maybe aren't my cat. Like, uh, they're too unpredictable. Like, they're small, they're fast, you know? Like, get out of here. <laughs> Do you have you a fear of squirrels, not, Sips? Is that what you're trying not, to tell not, us? Not overly, but I don't trust them either. And uh, I can see why people would want to. As well, you shouldn't. This is like, when I was young, it. I watched Squirrelophobia. And ever since then, <laughs> I just can't handle it. <laughs> Squirrel. I watched yes, the Hitchcock so film, Squirrels. I'm triggered. Yeah. 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 You gotta watch out for him. Triggering me. Did you have to get like a rabies shot and everything, Co? When you got bit by the squirrel? I did. Yeah, yeah. we had to actually yeah, freeze the squirrel. To. A squirrel fell out of a tree and uh, and hurt his back, so it wasn't really moving. So little little kid me, I was like, oh, let me try to feed it. So you know, I'm like holding up like an acorn to its mouth or something, and I and I was like, are you alive, little guy? And he just pushed it out and just sunk. Dude, they had big ass teeth. Oh yeah. Oh my they god. Acorn. Yeah, they have do, to, right? Just right into each top and bottom of my thumb. Just. Just right down on my thumb. Oh, of course, oh, I was like panicking and flipping out and everything. So my dad yeah. just comes out and he, he puts it with a glove. He picks up the squirrel. He just walks the squirrel inside, puts it right in the freezer. Oh <laughs> my like, gosh! We're gonna have to get this checked out. Uh, get ready. Yeah, to the no, hospital. that's. Oh yeah. my god! Jeez. <clears throat> yep. That's nuts. See, yeah, that's but nuts. you don't <laughs> feel like you don't feel that. Yes. <laughs> you don't feel yes. any fear or anything. You just feel like. I want to figure this shit out, and it, it, it's a bit like Firewatch, where uh, you're out, yeah, that, yeah, that, solitary, the, out in the middle of nowhere, like only one person is talking to you, um, and then you go about your business. And uh, the gist is, for the first part of it, because I only played it for a couple hours, but the gist is, you um, set up a camera to where you think the squirrel is going, because you see like a little bit of it. Like okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna put a camera on the tree where we know it's at, and then you go back to your trailer, you hit the record button on your setup, and then it goes night, like night one, night two, whatever night you're on, and then you wake up in the morning, and you hit uh, uh, rewind on the tape of the recording, and then you see where the squirrel like jumps off the tree, runs this way but out of frame. So then you have to take your camera, set it up again to where you think that path of the squirrel went. And you keep doing that. Oh my god! You come back to the trailer, hit record again. Night three. I'm buying this right now. Then you now. see like, oh, it went that way. Oh, but then it went under a rock or <laughs> went behind I, a tree I, I or love something. Games like this. Yeah. Nuts. And then you do that until you find like, oh, uh, you you actually uh, during the day when you're setting, you're, go, you're going to set up another camera. You actually set up and you look and you and you find the stash. You find the uh, the nuts and acorns and stuff like in this little rock den or whatever, hmm. and then you take a picture of it and you fax it to the lady who's talking to you. Um, and as you progress, you get like a, you get two cameras and then eventually three cameras to set up so to make it easier and stuff. And then the the part where I kind of left off 
Um, and if it, like right, I it, it really, really intrigued me because um, you set up the follow this the squirrel, and then you finally get to this point where you set up a camera and you see like the squirrel stop in this little clearing of trees, and t- then two other squirrels come up and stop. They seemingly talk for a couple of minutes, and then they all disperse. Yeah. Well, they can. And you're like, they must what? be able to come. Exactly. Yeah. And that's the mystery of it, because then, then the lady calls you up. And she goes, you got to find out where those other two squirrels came from. <laughs> and then you set up cameras to find that shit. And it's it's a really cool mystery. It's a really chill game. Um, and uh, the color scheme changes from mission to mission. So, like, the first mission, you have one camera, you got to find out one squirrel stash. And then she calls you up and goes, good job on that mission. I'll call you with your next one. Day, day goes tonight, you come back, she calls you. Oh, All right, wow. next mission, you get another camera, and then it goes, see, it changes from green to purple. That's oh, always bichromatic okay. or trichromatic if you count the cream, like, whitish, whitish background. Yep. Real talk, Zeke. Did, did the yep. coloring, like, I okay, I, I like the concept of this game. It sounds kind of interesting. However, I do have, like, just full disclosure, I have Firewatch PTSD, so I would hate to play a game like this for nine hours, and then at the end, <laughs> the girl's like, oh, oh yeah, they're, no, they're just squirrels. Like, that's all they are. The entire, they're just squirrels, That's all, and they're doing squirrel things. Um, yeah. But, you know, after seemingly being interesting. But here's the thing. One thing that's kind of turned me off about this game, and I've, and I've seen, I've actually watched a couple of people play it. I have a hard time looking at it. Like, I don't know if it's just, like, the colors, or, like, d- after a while of playing it, did that get easier? Did you Did you like it? I don't know, man. Like, I don't. I'm not a fan of the like crazy weird color it's, styles, especially it the bright color. Bit of um, it's part it of the reason Oberdin a little bit. It's part of the reason why I couldn't go back to Oberdin. This doesn't bother me. Oberdin did really. Yeah, I'm actually, I don't know why uh, Oberdin is. Yeah, I didn't mind Oberdin. Yeah, it's weird. No, yeah. yeah, this reminds me a lot of uh, same sort of like style, but more color. Oberdin didn't really have any yeah, color, did it? This yeah. one, this one is like a little bit more uh, all like washed, whereas Oberdin was like stippled and and like yeah, yeah, yeah. That one didn't agree with my eyes. This one was fine for me, um, but I I I didn't I didn't because because it was fine. I didn't fuck around with the color settings, so I'm not sure how much uh, how many options you have for that, but. I, I would hope there's a few. <laughs> sure. But yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. Uh, it was it surprised me like how much I was like, oh shit, okay. So we got the squirrel jumping up and you see that tent up there. There's you, you, like there's something with that tent that happens and you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> oh. Oh man. Okay. This is a good one. I like I like having games like this in between like big, you know, like I feel like this is a game that I would just plow through in maybe a day or two. And it's just like mm-hmm. a nice like in between like bigger stuff sort of thing. I, I love sure. stuff yeah. like this. Hey, Zeke, sure. is, it, is it enough of a hook to get you back, you think? Uh, yes, definitely. Um, there was a couple games that I played throughout the week that uh, I would I, I definitely want to go back to. Uh, Nuts is one of them. Um, another one is uh, one that was suggested to be my bike man, uh, Buddy Simulator 1984, uh, which I'll probably be playing tomorrow. <laughs> nice. Um, but yes, definitely. I could definitely see myself going back to this. Uh, it is due diligence. It is developed by 
This is the name of the dev team. And they're all just names. June, Pole, Much, Char, and Torfi. That's the name of the developers. <laughs> and then published by Noodle Cake. How <laughs> um, refunded. How it's did 1999 on Steam. I remember was yeah. it Rami who was talking about the lead dev was like super nervous and stuff. I'm, I wonder like I wonder how it yeah. how it sold and everything. Let's see. Well, it has 160, 160 reviews, uh, very positive in 20 days. So that's if bad. that's anything to kind of gauge. It says... Oh, you can actually see how many of this sold? Somewhat. It, it, I think it's okay. loose. <clears throat> um, according to Steam Spy, it has... Uh, the range is 0 to 20,000 owners. So... I don't. I don't know. Like, what's deemed as a success for this? Yeah, success is def. It's very subjective. Yeah, like streaming. Yeah. Um, that's cool though. Like, I'm. 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 It's the kind of thing where you made it sound a lot more interesting than I thought it was, Zeke. And if that's mm -hmm. actually leading somewhere, I think I could have a really good time with this game. Like, I actually, I actually ended up just buying it. Um, but I'm kind it's of interested kind to hear of your thoughts on like it after that you kind of game. Yeah. To be honest, like I. I yeah, like Firewatch. I, I, was, I loved I loved playing Firewatch. And I had a great time in Firewatch I until about Firewatch. like eighty to ninety percent through it. It was awesome. And then I got to the end and I was just like it like the end it, spoilers. If you if you haven't played Fire, Firewatch yet, wait until I put my hand down mute. The end of Firewatch was so bad it made me hate the rest of the game. See, um, I, I I I agree to a point. I didn't think the ending was that great, but honestly the rest of the game was so good that I didn't care. Like yeah, I, 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 I relished the experience so much that the ending just didn't phase me at all. I was just I like, really liked I really enjoyed it. Yeah. I was super plugged into that game. The, the, the thing, it's funny, it's funny, Sips, because I think the issue with me was that I was having so much fun that it actually bothered me when I got to the point where I, where I realized what was going on. Like, I was, I was like, oh, yeah. I, like, I, I had built up so many expectations. And like ideas about what could be going yes. on, and then then it actually happened. I was just so deflated. I was like, I was this going felt... crazy out there. I, I know, that, like, right? I didn't know what was going on. I loved it though, man. It I was, was like, so I can't wait to of... see where this goes. And the game's like, yeah. guess what? Nowhere. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was okay no, with that. He... Yeah, I, I could see totally yeah. why. I a hundred percent see your point of view there, though, Co. In terms of being upset about that, but I've been watching um, like. Yeah. Kind of related. I've been watching uh, True Detective season three. Um, off the back of loving True Detective season one, I don't know if you guys oh, have watched. Yeah, any oh yeah, of these season series. one's incredible. Season one was great, but I felt the same. The ending of season one, it, like every every scene, shot for shot, all the way up until the last ten minutes of season one, were amazing. And then I was kind of disappointed with the really? ending. I just thought it it didn't fit that well personally. Huh. But again, I was like, I didn't care because the rest of the season was so good. It just didn't matter. I was just like, man, that was great. You know what I mean? And Firewatch is the same. I I can't say season three. I'm not done yet, but yeah, so far the lead up has been pretty nice. Like season TV, one's but. like as a season is probably one of my favorite TV things. Uh, yeah, up there really, with like really best good. of all time for sure. Yeah, some games are very journey before destination. Um, yeah, where, yeah, yeah, like another a game I'm playing right now, Graveyard Keepers, the same way. Uh, one of the most underwhelming endings I've ever experienced in a game, but the game's a lot of fun. Like it's it's, it's a great game. Oh to man, play. I I wanted to love that game so much, but the 
it was one of those games where it was just like uh, the the inventory management. You just had so much stuff constantly that did nothing, and it drove me mad. I just could not enjoy the game. I was just like, I'm trying to pick this up. Oh, I've got like oh, three cloves in my inventory, so it's full, and I can't pick up this new thing. So I have to, you know, meander back to some place where I can stash stuff. And it was just like. It was too much like hard work for me. I don't know. Maybe it's, I've heard that it's been updated a lot and maybe it's better, but I struggled with that one. Again, I wanted to love it so much. Like it had the Stardew feel to it. The graphics were really nice and everything. I love the idea and everything, but I don't know. There's just mechanics that were just so clunky. It just ruined it for me. Yeah. Did you play it when it came out? Yeah. Ah, more or well, less. We... Like a couple of months after it came out, I think. We could. KP and I transitioned to a quick graveyard keeper thing. Yeah, yeah, we'll jump back. I, I do want to hear about Buddy Simulator. Uh, but yeah, let's Oh, yeah, absolutely. Just super quick, because I'll keep it short, because I know we have a lot more of Zeke. Sure, like, sure. Graveyard Keeper, I played it when it came out. I had a good time, but it was super busy work, exactly like Sips is saying. Um, okay. However, and, and this is what I will say if you or anyone has played Graveyard Keeper back in the day and is interested in like getting it to, look, to a little point where it's a little bit easier, there have been three DLCs for it now. Uh, Game of Crones, wow. uh, uh, Stranger <laughs> Sins, and another free one that I don't know the name of. Um, but here's what's badass. Now, they've kind of taken that whole tedious thing and spun it on his head. Because instead of burning bodies like you have in the past, you can now turn them into zombies. And zombies oh. can be used to do almost everything in the game that you do. They can cut oh. wood for you, move the wood to See, your base. I you can then put them on the woodcutter, they'll cut the wood for you. Like you can, you can, they can grow your crops. They can do your wine. They can move anything between any location. Like they basically put in a way that lets you take corpses, turn them into zombies and use them to do almost all the tedious stuff. There oh is still God. a lot of the tedious inventory management, but that's still there. Um, yeah. but the, there's, there's like three big new storylines. There's a tavern to manage now. There's a, there's a refugee camp with its own storyline and stuff. Um, they've fixed a whole bunch of things like the skill trees almost all work now. Uh, a lot of bug fixes like it. Oh, Breaking Dead is what it's called. So Breaking Dead, Game of Crones and Stranger Sins. Nice. Um, right. <laughs> oh, yeah. It, it's gotten a huge amount better uh, in terms okay. of not only QOL, but like just general content. It's it's right, right. definitely worth revisiting if you liked it. I'll have to check it out again then, because like I said, I really wanted to like it, but it just the uh, it just felt so clunky, like it ruined it for me sort of thing at first. But if it's better now, I will try it again because um this like so many it ticks so many boxes for me this game but um i just couldn't get past the the frustrations you know oh absolutely oh also cool ql stuff you go to the inn for the very first time for super cheap you buy a teleport stone every 30 seconds you can right click it on it and basically teleport like nearly anywhere in the world uh, just instantly that's great yeah, that's yeah, good. Like it, it's just—I think they just kind of threw like everything else to the wind, and they just said, "We're going to try to make this kind of as fun as we can," <laughs> like, yeah, like in, yeah. in, in you know, in how it is, and yeah, with all the new DLC and stuff, you're constantly doing things. Like, as somebody with ADD, I'm I'm having a hard time playing this game because I always have like a five deep list of things I want to do, or people I need to talk sure, to, yeah. or things I want to build, and it's been it's been really fun revisiting it. So, yeah, that's great, cool. Yarky. There you go. Man, it's a beautiful now I want to game, hear about man. looks. Oh, for sure, dude. I want to hear about Buddy Simulator Two. I don't even know what that is. What is that? Yeah, what's Buddy Simulator Two, Zeke? Uh, well, I don't. I don't. Uh, I can only give you what I know <laughs> so far. Uh, it's one of those. It's one of those mystery games where right. you uh, you're kind of not sure. It seems it's it's ominous. Uh, it seems a little sinister, but you 
start up this program and the it's also it's like 1984 is the year kind of it was set in so you're playing like on a old green monitor or whatever you actually tell the ai like yeah it's like let's get to know each other first what's your favorite color and you know it just knows the basics so you can't just say like you know <laughs> sepia or whatever you have like red green yellow blah blah so i said red and it was like okay and then it changed all the text to red it's like you like this color here you go so all the text is now red and it's like okay what is your favorite animal and then you say your favorite animal blah 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 and then uh it uh it's like let's play a game together so you have like three games to play you have hangman rock paper scissors and guess the number and once you play all three of those games uh the ai goes okay i think i found something that we can play together but we have to restart is that okay with you and you're like okay sure so the game shuts off it goes Bleh. It just alt it fours itself and then you reboot up the game and the ai is like here it is look it's the new game i found and it's basically a, a text-based adventure game like you find yourself here like go to house all right you see a playground a shed and uh blah blah, blah. it's like okay go to shed the sh uh, open shed shed door is locked so you have to find keys and that kind of stuff but it, it's i didn't get too far into this which is why i want to continue it tomorrow Mm. Um, but it seems like it's gonna get like it's it's it gives me a little bit of a um 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 doki doki kind of a feel to it. It's like this innocuous thing that that feels like it's gonna turn icky at some <laughs> point. Like it's gonna turn evil or or something like that. Um, and if Bike Man loved it, you know, like he's got good taste. We have we have similar kind of sense of humor and whatnot. So. Um, I'm excited to see like where this goes, but it's it's all just uh, mostly just text text based text on a screen. Um, it gets a little there's it gets some um, a little bit more graphical, but not not much. Um, remember Cannon Fodder on the Apple IIe, <laughs> that old game? Yeah, Cannon. There, oh, there it is, right there. Never Whoa. mind. Okay, there it is. That's about that's about as much as the graphical quality that I've that I've gotten to so far. Bang. This is like what you get, and people were saying it remind. Actually, not Canifar. It was um um like Did a colorless Undertale. <laughs> yeah, hmm. yeah. So, uh, it feels like this AI might be lonely, and he might try to keep you where you are, or like do something, you know, untoward. I don't know. I'm excited. To, I'm excited to unravel the mystery, but that's why. Uh, I want to go back to it. All right. That's Buddy Simulator. Yep. <laughs> what does uh, Buddy Simulator cost, Zeke? If you have it on uh, Buddy place. Simulator is right. $150. It is. Uh, oh, you can actually. I, I'm so glad more people, more more game companies, developers, publishers, whatever, doing this. You can download a demo right now, free demo. Hmm. Um, and it is $9.99 on Steam on sale right now for $8.99. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Yeah. yeah, good stuff. Uh, by not a sailor's developed and published by not a sailor studios. Cool. Let's talk a little yeah. nightmares too. I think uh, Co played this as well. Did you not, Co? I did. Okay. Oh, good. Okay. I was yeah. I was going to ask you guys about this because I hear a lot of people talking about it, but I have not played it. I hear it's good. The first um, one was I think both of them liked it, so I'm curious to see if the right, right. That, that trends uh, into the second one. Little Nightmares Two, Zeke, what'd you think? 
man, it is fucking fantastic. Um, this is this is one of those games that you can tell like someone had a vision for it uh, for the first one, and then like got money, and they're like, all right, <laughs> now the second one we're gonna nail it. Like this, it, we're gonna get exactly what we want, and they did it. Everything fits together perfectly. It's like a it's like a Tim Burton movie, you know, like every single part of a Tim Burton movie he had a t- he touched. Like he was like, I want the music like this, I want the sound like that, I want the I want the visuals like this. Camera goes like this, you know. It feels like it was like one, maybe one or two people's vision, and it just came together so beautifully. Everything works in harmony. Um, it gives you an appropriately creepy vibe at times, um, and it plays. I mean, it's 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 a little. It reminded me a little of, of like Coraline. Um, mm. because it's you're not playing a fantastical creature or anything, but you are like you're. It seems like you're a child, but you're just you're shorter than a child would be, like comparatively to like 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 the toilet and the bed and stuff. Like a child would be twice this size, so you're not quite sure. Everything is exaggerated, but it is little nightmares. So like as a child, everything seems bigger to you. Maybe I don't know. But God damn, I can't say enough like great things about this. Everything works together in such 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 conjunction that it's it's a beautiful thing to behold. Uh, the one thing I will say that I I wasn't that kind of frustrated me at times was it's not built to be like super crispy controls control wise. Um, it's a little floaty. It's a little like. You know, it's not like you can do like a, a stop on a dime and do a heel turn, you know. Mm. It's oh, okay. kind of roundabout and stuff. And there's there's certain parts of it that you kind of want that to be the case. Um and it's just not it gets kind of frustrating, but it's very, very minor. Like it's a seriously, it's like I had to find something to complain about, and that's it. Like very minor complaint. Um other than that, man, it's like playing a it's like playing a stop motion movie. It's fucking beautiful. Nice. Yeah, it looks it looks incredible. The animation, everything, graphics, like it just looks it looks nuts. Did you ever play the first mm-hmm. one, Sips? No. Is it is this like a console game or is this on PC as well? It must be on. I PC, think both. Right? I've just seen it on Steam. Yeah, I think it's on both. Yeah. 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 No, I never played it. No. Uh, it's not not usually my kind of game, but like I I mean I'd be up for trying it if like if you recommend it. Yeah. Co, do you echo everything uh, Zeke was saying? Yes, uh, the controls very much are marionette where some games you, you feel like you have direct control over the thing or person you're playing. Other games, kind of like early Assassin's Creed games, feel like you're just a puppeteer and you're kind of telling the character where to go and then the character kind of moves around in the game world so you get that kind of floaty feeling instead of like, I'm actually this character feeling. Completely get it. Um, and I agree with him. The key, there's one key word of Little Nightmares 2, and I feel like that it's also the word for, for Little Nightmares 1, and and I feel like it's a very all-encompassing term, and that's presentation. Um, I echo everything that Zeke said. Like, it really does feel like a, a massive vision from beginning to end that somebody is, is wanting to control to make you, like, get the most impact out of it. Um, also, one thing that I really wanted to focus on is the sound design and and a lot of the ways that it kind of uses ambience and, and the sounds to really draw you into the game were phenomenal. Um, funny enough, now that I'm thinking about it, and Zeke, I'd like to hear your opinion on this. Since Sips mm-hmm. has not played one, I'd almost recommend playing two and then one um, right. for a few reasons. 
um, okay. just because I, I think it could lead to some interesting things there. Um, but at the same time, there's also really good reasons to play one, then two in that order as well. So it's it's kind of it's kind of hard either way. That being said, yeah. um, I think that that both games. This is a great continuation of Little Nightmares One. Um, it, it had everything that the first one did, and I, I even feel in many ways it kind of won up the presentation in a lot of ways. And yeah, I, I enjoyed it from beginning to end, no question. Yeah, uh, I think you can play. I think you can play them in either order. They're they're they have they have uh, some connections, but they are not. Like, there's no dialogue in the game, or or is there? I don't remember. Is there? Any, there's no dialogue in the game, right? I yeah, I don't think so. Um, there's uh, noises. Barely. There's human there's noises noise. and stuff, but there's no, yeah. like, talking. Um, but uh, they're both encapsulated stories. They're both, like, beginning, middle, end, and you don't absolutely need to play one to no. understand the other. There is light connection, but it's not It's not detrimental to uh, the enjoyment, I, I, I don't think. <laughs> um, but yeah, much like, like Yakuza 0, like, you want to start with the better one and if you liked it you, i mean there's going to be some enjoyment for the ones that that you play after that right makes sense yeah i might give it i might give it a go it looks it looks interesting like uh, I it's like not terribly the, long the, either the style of it and everything look is really impressive like it looks looks good yeah how long did uh, it take uh, you zeke it took me uh, on Steam. It says eight eight point seven hours. So a normal person like six, maybe five, five or six. Okay, not too bad. Um, um, yeah, it is. It is. Uh, you can play a demo. Another one of those games has a free demo on Steam. You can download a free demo. Right. Uh, it is on the pricier side for a smaller, less hour games, thirty bucks. Mm. But I mean, for what you see, like the experience of it, I don't know, man. I got my money's worth. I loved it. Uh, Oh, for sure. It is Five developed by Tarsier Studios and published by Bando Namkai. Bando Namkai. Mm-hmm. That's what I said. Bando. I think anti Namco. Yeah. Uh, oh, by the way, also quick note: if you don't get it in the course of the game, I highly recommend at the end of two. There is a secret ending, mm. um, and I definitely, definitely, if you're interested yeah. in the world and stuff, definitely check that out on YouTube. If you don't see it in the game, it involves basically just getting a lot of collectibles. Um, that are very easy to miss. So I, I ended up YouTubing it at the end of the playthrough. And I definitely strongly recommend doing that if you play it. Cool. Nice. Nice. Oh, and it is, uh, for those asking, for anyone asking, it is uh, single player. If you wanted to know. So I know I saw a couple of people asking. Is there a co-op for Little Nightmares 2 or is it only single player? Oh. Huh. Single player okay. only. There, there well, are times when you would think Steam tag. Co-op. Yeah. yeah, Steam tag says single player. Oh, it's weird. definitely single player. Okay, gotcha. For some reason, maybe I got confused by the Steam tag, or maybe the I remember that game specifically because I thought it was like a multiplayer version of Little Nightmares. But there was gameplay, I think, in some of the previews where it showed two people running around next to each other. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. So the, no, easy, right, easy right on their store page, right on their store page, with the Little Nightmares two, along with all the like the ten out of ten, nine out of ten. The images of two people. That too. <laughs> hold a hand. That could probably help too. Yeah, maybe that's why. Maybe that's why. Um, real quick, because I know that Zeke and Co were uh, curious about this, or at least Coast off by the channel was curious about this. Uh, I was. Oh, I played a bunch of Persona Five Strikers. The game's really good. 
Um, now, did you start on hard? I did start yeah, on hard. That a lot recently, right? yeah, tell me about this. Yeah, I, I started on hard and moved to normal uh, after, I think it was day three that I switched it to normal. Um, I, I have now actually been thinking about going back to hard. Um, it was one of those things where the game uh, starts off and there's like, if, if I can, let me just show the combat stuff. Um, it's really fast, man. It's fast. I was watching you fight some dude. And yeah. Oh my Lord. You were, you, your character was like constantly getting to one hit point. Things were like four things would happen in the freight in the, in the quarter of three seconds. Like, yeah, Lord it. Uh, so this is like the default, uh, screen here. Uh, once we get into a combat here pretty soon, it's very busy. And until you know what's happening in the fight, you're <clears> just inundated <throat> with like too much information. Like I was just completely overloaded. Um, and on hard, it's the type of thing where like, it's hard. Like you'll get one shot by an enemy's random move. Um, and it, it's, uh, in essence, it is a Musou game. It's a dynasty warriors game, right? Like that is it's dynasty warriors persona. Funny enough. It's actually, uh, I think I uh, saw this confirmed. It's the highest reviewed Musou game of all time. Um, so <laughs> take that for what it's worth. Um, and I, I don't like, I don't like dynasty world style games. I absolutely adore this game. I would even go as far as to say that for my interest, I think this is a better way to explore the persona universe compared to the turn-based RPG. Um, because wow. it's like, it's so gameplay focused. Um, there there's, they remove the social aspects of persona five. And while I don't think that is a bad aspect of persona five, there are times where it's like, ah, this is going on a little bit long. Like I kind of just want to, you know, get through this and get back to the action. This is just like fighting, 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 story, fighting, 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 story, story, fighting, fighting. It just like constantly goes back and forth. And it never really, at least so far, I'm on the like second uh, equivalent of a palace without spoiling. Um, and so far it has not overstayed its welcome in one of the other two, in one of the other. Um, like it's got a really good balance to it. Um, every character is different. You can play every single character. Um, it's kind of like your main character. The AI is like not really that talented, but they're okay. Um, and the best part about the game, just like I think the best part about the base game, the music. They've done all of the music and remixed all of the music to match a fast-paced beat-em-up style game. And so like uh, the track You Never See It Coming is faster with like a double bass pedal thing and it is remarkable uh it is a better version of that song uh, for my interest and anytime okay. that it anytime that it like starts in a fight i just kind of like lean over and just like turn the the volume up a little bit and just like all right let's let's fucking let's get into this <laughs> um and all the all the music is 10 out of 10 um there's a couple new tracks um, that are also good. Um, but like that, that remix so far is incredible. Um, there's the ambush mechanic that stuff still exists. Um, so you can ambush mobs and just like the base game. If you don't ambush mobs, the fights are extremely, uh, more difficult because of that. Um, so it kind of, uh, is in your interest to do that. Um, all the same voice acting's there. I would, I, I feel like more of it is voice acted. I've only had maybe, in the 12 hours that I've played it, I've had 
I don't know. I can count probably on one hand how many times there's been lines that are not voice acted at this point. Um, I will say that because this was uh, recorded in the age of COVID, it definitely has a lot of like professional home audio solutions. And so every once in a while, there will be a line that's like, huh, that sounded kind of like like it was recorded. It in was done in a bathroom. Yeah, or <laughs> yeah. bathroom or yeah, closet yeah. or something like that. Um, that said, the uh, localization and just the writing is hilarious. Uh, like I've had a, f- a few just like laugh out loud moments, not because of the absurdity, but just cause like, it's just, it's well done voice acting. Uh, and the writing is very, very good. Um, story-wise to generalize it, the entire game is about simps. Um, and I don't, they actually say the word simp in the game, which is hilarious to me. Uh, but that is like, it is the, the effects of symptom, uh, and what that does and how that could be bad, uh, in society. And I think that's fucking hilarious. Um, all of the personas that you, you know, come to know and enjoy, uh, in terms of the actual things that you can use to fight with are there. Fusion is there. I don't think every persona is in the game because the game just can't support that, but you're fighting like, um, you know, the, the same personas that you would in the base game, but like times a hundred, a lot of times. Uh, so it's a little bit weird in that regard. Uh, Zeke, what's the face at? Uh, are you forced to play as that character? No, no. I was just trying it out. Okay. Good. Yeah. Okay. Uh, do, do all the characters dress up as cats? Like, is that a thing? In no. The game, and or? He's, uh, okay. To be fair, Sips, he's a fox. Okay. He's Sorry. Yeah. My bad. That's, uh, My bad. Actually fox. <laughs> yeah. Here's Haru. No. She is uh, black no, and noir. So, yeah, yeah, their personas are based on uh, uh, large, large characters from fiction or myth or right. you know stuff like that. Um, is it like is it more like anime based or yes. is it stuff that I might know? About? Okay. Well, so no, no, like, no. Some of it might be familiar to you. Yeah. Sorry, it, it's it's like anime and historical. Yeah. yeah, I thought you were talking about um, the game itself. But no, it's oh, right, it's historical right. stuff. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, this is where we started watching BlizzCon. This is Friday. That's right. Uh, I'm trying to think if there's anything else. Like, what what questions, I guess, about the game have I not answered for you, Zeke or Co., in terms of if you were one to jump in? Because uh, I, I think this game's fucking fantastic and loving uh, every second of it. It's, it's more Persona. It continues right after the baseline Persona 5 game. It is a true sequel. Um... So if you haven't played Persona 5, uh, you can jump in, but like it has all the characters from Persona 5 in it right out of the gate. So you're going to be real confused because they mentioned storylines and things that happened in that base game. And if you don't have context, I see that, a new one. Is that is that new character introduced? Uh, is this a joke or are you talking about a new character? Actually, I'm trying to I'm trying oh, to see maybe if you're talking about Haru or not. <laughs> No, I'm no, about there's, a, there's a new character, the girl with the with the pigtails that are hard. Oh, oh yeah, Sophie. Yes. Uh yeah. Sophie. Sophie. There you go. Uh it's dumb because her name is so Sophia, but her like call sign or whatever is Sophie. So uh, No one will ever know. Yeah. Well That's oh. great. Uh, she's cool. I'm not going to say anything else about her because it is a uh, spoiler in terms of how she's connected to the game. But yeah, she's cool. Yeah. Okay. She uses uh, yo-yos. That's her attack. Um, and uh, she's a lot of fun. So, yeah. 
okay, cool. I, I think there might also be other new characters in that regard. I, I have not really seen. Um, but it it follows the same like formula that Persona Five does. Oh. So. Yeah, I had a question. Like, do you, like, do you collect and or use and combine uh, personas and stuff? Yep. Like, is that okay? Okay. Yeah, right here you're seeing me get my ass kicked on hard because it's fucking hard. Uh, <laughs> so right there. So if you hold down R one, unicorn as well. That unicorn. Oh no, it's yeah. not really a unicorn. Yeah, it's like it's. I think that's named bicorn. So it's a bicorn. Um, oh right. Okay. But yeah, if you hold down R one Zeke, um, it like pops up the persona. And there are mobs that are weak to that persona, uh, you know, that are weak to wind or whatever. Um, okay. I, the boss fights are like I'll, where um, you can understand all that stuff, but I don't want to show any of them. For somebody who, like, I don't know anything about these games. Like, how did you guys get into playing any of these games? Like, what was the, like, it was it just like, oh, this looks crazy. I'm going to try it. Or was it like based on, like, did you read something like, to do with it or or like how does somebody like get into into this this game particularly yeah. like yeah i think chat has a lot to do with it um recommendations right. for me Mother i, I yeah. played persona for me it was like they are a just like final fantasy is like one avenue of jrpgs uh, another avenue is persona games and they've been around since I don't know. Late, so J- late JRPGs 90s. are they still more or less like the like the classic final fantasy games like uh, or have they evolved mm. a lot since? No, not at, really. At its core, yes, but uh, I think like every franchise has like their own niche. Like Persona's thing is that every Persona game has like you know how Final Fantasies have like the same summons. Every Persona yeah. game has the same personas in them. Sometimes new ones as right. well, and those are kind of like the core combat mechanic in the sense of like uh, Jack Frost always exists and he always has you know. Uh, ice spells and that type of shit and so that's always the right, same yeah. um, but Persona games I think have like at least for me I, I can't speak for Zeke and Co um, they have like a style to them um, that yeah. is unique to every uh, outside of every other JRPG um, and like that style carries over in the art style uh, and in the music and, and that's why I enjoy it so much is because it is such of a um, like high caliber that I enjoy um, and so right. that's why I'm drawn to those games. Um, they also kind of touch on, I wouldn't say real world stuff, but they definitely touch on like serious subject matter where a lot of times not, I guess it's unfair to say like the final fantasy games don't, but like, uh, they deal with like serious, like dark things that happen in society, um, more so than other JRPG stuff does. Um, in like a real world context. And then they right, kind right. of go to like the fantasy world, you know, the quote metaverse nonsense that they kind of push that out to the uh, obscene aspects of it. So if a guy is like uh, done some nefarious shit, like maybe he is a, this will sound obscene, but it's because that if he's a serial rapist, then his right. character in the metaverse is a guy that is like real fucking sleazy, like maybe has a giant tongue uh, or right. just like other features yeah. of that that you would expect sure. uh, like a fantastical version of that to look like. Right. Uh, and then you beat right. the shit out of him. Uh, <laughs> like, that's Fair a fun enough. aspect of it. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, 
But yeah. it's no, like, don't go into it thinking, like, okay, you can play this over a weekend, like, no. Hundreds of hours. Yeah, they're very long right, games. Right. This game itself you, is like, only 40, and that's short for a Persona game. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The first, I played Persona 5, it took me, I mean, albeit, I, I was talking to chat and bullshitting and trying to get everything, blah, blah, blah. Took me over 200 hours, but a better judge would be the when I played uh, Persona 4, which was a game previous, obviously, it was, I think, 150. Wow. So, like, these games are a commitment, for sure. Not this one, yeah, yeah. but the, the, the core Persona games are, are a commitment, for sure. Yeah. This is more, um, like, this isn't a mainline Persona game. Um, it's not like a, uh, you know, it's it's not a Final Fantasy X. It's not a Persona 5. It's a Persona 5 colon strikers um and so right. it's kind of like an add-on type deal but it is a fully fleshed out in its own thing game um but like zeke said persona 5 uh, the base game is 120 hours plus so right okay. it's definitely not something you can just jump into for a weekend that's a, a great thing yeah, to mention. yeah you gotta yeah. you gotta commit yeah for sure but yeah I'm, I'm enjoying this game a lot uh i will i will definitely be completing it uh maybe not by next week but uh in due time uh and it's coven zeke you should give the you should give the song a listen it's it's great it's really good <laughs> it's, it's fucking fantastic it's a great way to, to i don't want to listen to it before i play the game because i want to i want to hear it in conjunction with what's going on yeah you know? they, they throw it at you i want to like hear right it pump in and be like it's you load in the game and it's the first thing that happens once you start the game so yeah you won't miss I'm, it. i'm the same way as zeke I want to hear it and I want to hear it in the game. Like yeah. that, that's very, that's very cool. It's one of my favorite songs from the first one. So it is. Sips, I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. Um, watch like what 100% or not, the, 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 the that broke the camel's back. They're like, okay, I'm thinking about playing persona five. They're like, okay, watch the opening intro sequence of persona five. If you don't like this kind of like style or sound or something like that, right. maybe it's not. And I watched it. And I was like, "This is fucking amazing!" Like, this still my favorite Persona song is "Get Up, Get Out There." Yeah. Here's here's another question. Sips, do you like anime? I I mean, I like I I kind of default to no, but I've I've never watched it. Like I I don't know where to even start with it. Like I. I vaguely know what it Don't is. Don't let your chat like, hear this. I, yeah. I realize that it's popular and stuff, but like I think the only like I like I watched Spirited Away when it was in theaters and mm. uh I think that's kind of like the only anime I've ever watched. Like uh, I couldn't tell you like any like long-running series or anything like that. Like I've never read any like comics or anything. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah. just I think the closest I've gotten to any of that would would have been like the the classic Final Fantasy games, and then Spirited Away. <laughs> sure, <laughs> just like you know, just, that's it. That's all I got. Just to pour gas on and ignite every single time. Hey, <laughs> chat. Which would you recommend to get started with? <laughs> oh, what Jesus. anime would you think? Make sure the to tweet at sips underscore. Uh, yeah, the best yeah. anime yeah. to start with. Just suggest a way. And why like, is it Cowboy uh, Bebop? <laughs> yeah I, I see i've heard of cowboy bebop i've never watched it though yeah and, it. Uh, no, and akira, i'm with you and man what's another one death note what's the, I, yeah. i've death heard note, of that yeah. one death somebody tried to explain yeah. death note to me yeah but 
I like very very basic knowledge on that that culture that scene sort of thing. You know, I know. Dude, I'm yeah. all with you, Sips. I have dipped my toe into the anime ocean, but I've never like never dove in. But the Persona games kind of transcend that with their quality. Yeah. Okay. I would say it, I I never felt like I was a fish out so of you water anime wise. Right. Okay. So you don't need to be an anime enthusiast to appreciate those. Absolutely games. not. No. I, I am not, not an anime all. enthusiast. Right. I don't think any of us are. Maybe Co probably watches the most anime out of all of us. I would say, and that's still not right. very much. I don't think, unless Co has a deep dark secret that he keeps from us. But <laughs> no, not really. I'm I'm mostly into like the more like adult oriented anime that's not always hentai um so it it you know it's our, that, that right. significantly reduces the uh the amount of available for me yeah. i'm like trigun cowboy bebop ghost in the shell psycho pass uh you know that kind of stuff yeah castlevania right, right. yeah castlevania oh sips do you do uh do you do dd at all or go proxy uh no not seriously no like uh like okay. i've done it i have done it like kind of like content dnd which was like very loose like not you know sure, sure lots of lots of breaking rules and stuff like that but i've never played it seriously before i'd like to try i was just like, i'm wondering because one of my one of my um <clears throat> i don't know gateways into anime was a uh, record of lotus war which was like it's like basically it's anime dnd it's really right. faithful and it's really really well done and because okay. I was like, I don't. And back then, it was called Japanimation. By the way, like that's what I like. I how remember the fuck it I am. being called Japanimation. Yeah, I remember. Yep, that. yep. But it was like my my gateway into Japanimation. Was like here, here's this thing. I was like, I don't know, man. It looks like Sailor Moon. And they're like, it's not. And I watched it. I was like, <gasps> what? This is fucking amazing. <laughs> okay. To really nice. date ourselves, <clears throat> what did they? When you would go to Blockbuster or a Blockbuster uh-huh. equivalent, where was all the what was all the anime put under? Was it put under animation? Was that like the adult type? foreign animation? Is that what it said? Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, something like that. I used to work at Blockbuster, by the way. Really? Oh yeah, <laughs> I worked at one in the UK and I worked at one in Canada. Dang. Um, I used to get seven free rentals a week, baby. Holy shit. Okay. Yeah. That's pretty good. Pretty nice. It's pretty, pretty good. Nice. Damn dog. Pretty sweet job. Yeah. Could you rent like the uh the giant bazooka for the SNES? No. Oh, the I super never scope. Did, actually. Yeah, the super scope. I I, I was did robot. rent <laughs> I rented a Dreamcast one time Ooh. and uh that was interesting. Do you it not have to put loud. a down payment on it? <laughs> no, 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 not it. No, because the block, both blockbusters I worked uh, at were just so corrupt. Like, uh, the, like the managers, you used to open the safe at the end of the day to, like, you know, put the cash away. And I'm not even joking. There were pieces of paper that say I owe you five hundred dollars. Like they were just taking money from the safes. It was insane. It was just no wonder horrible. it went under. Yeah, no wonder the blockbuster international died. locations. They were both like that. I couldn't believe it. It was just insane crazy yeah crazy fun job though man we just watched movies all the time and played games all <laughs> yeah. the time it was really good you yeah. get seven free rents so how were you how were you uh like 15 year old kid comes in tries to rent like an r or an nc17 movie do you yeah. just let it go or do you 
Yeah, most of the time. Unless like okay. unless somebody was like if if there was like if you had like a site visit from like a regional manager or whatever, then it was like, okay, you know, all the like all the bureau all the checks, everything. Otherwise, whatever. Like it does like you just you're just trying to get yeah. people out of there so you get back to watching movies. Like you you know, it's it's whatever. Yeah, makes sense. Wanna rent something? Remember, there was Wait, one, on, just one blockbuster in my hometown where this fucking dick worked. He'd be like, Is he working today? God Damn it! We can't go get like the USA Up All Night like Russ Meyer booby movie like that you wanted to get that yeah, day yeah. because that asshole was working and he'd card you. Man, they, we there we used to have a, a a video rental store in in Canada like around where I grew up called Jumbo Video and it used to have like an adult back room like separate to the store. Oh, like curtains and, and everything. Yep. Yeah, yeah, and you could go back and like so you'd be just like you know perusing like you know I'd be looking at the video games I'd look over and like some dude would be sneaking into the back room to like rent I don't know what they would be renting like well, I I'm pretty sure it wasn't hardcore it was probably just like you know like I don't I don't know but it was they do that thing where they like pull the curtain over and then look back and see if anyone sneak in yeah well they still have to <laughs> yeah. carry out the the like. The rental, right? Like, or does the rental? Oh, no, they all had like covers on them. They, oh, they yeah. had like they had like, like you couldn't see. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We had one of those and, too. Yeah, never went in there. Good times. Never, never. Times. I guess I was too young to ever go into one of that. One of no, those. No, I never went in the back either. But I saw people going in. Like we used to. You know, it was it was like you'd be there with your friend or let, like say your friend was like sleeping over at your house. And your, my mom would take us to the video store to rent a game or whatever. And we'd spend 10 minutes pretending to look at games, but we'd be laughing at everybody sneaking into the back room sort of thing. Like, it was just, I don't know, just one of those things you did as a kid, I guess. I guess so. Yeah, <laughs> up there in Canada. I mean, I don't in the U.S., we didn't do uh, yeah. such a thing. Canada's There's crazy. There's not much to do up in Canada, so, you know, <laughs> yeah, find fun wherever it was. Canada and North Carolina, apparently, were the only two places that you did that, so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. all right that's yeah. it for the show uh we still have a shit ton of games that we didn't talk about so we'll uh we'll carry that on uh till next week sips thanks so much for joining us man hey thanks for having me i really enjoyed that thank you very much yeah it was uh it was a pleasure uh to continue to talk to you i think we've been uh discording and, and just chatting on streams for a while but i was glad to get you onto a uh onto a show yeah no uh, oh, thank you very much. We do shout outs here at the end. Would you like to go first or would you like some examples to follow by? Um, I'd like some examples, please. I don't really, um, okay. I don't get it. So. Fantastic. I thought I'd give you the choice. Zeke, why don't you start us off? You bet. <clears throat> All right. Thanks, everybody, for watching. I appreciate y'all being here every week. Thank you to Co and JP, but mostly thank you to Sips for joining us. And talking about video games and turtles and spiders and stuff. Uh, my name is Ezekiel the Third. You can find me at or slash Ezekiel underscore III on Twitch, Twitter, and YouTube. Uh, after this, about an hour, give or take hour-ish, hour and a half, something like that, I will be jumping for my first time into Valheim, and I'm going to be tutorialized by my my wife and girlfriend, uh, Classy Katie. Uh, we will be both broadcasting on each of our streams, but uh, she will be telling me what the deal is and how to do it. So if you want to come chill and hang out, I guess, it's my first time playing, so I have no idea what, what I'm doing. Uh, but if you want to check me out tomorrow, I will be uh, starting the starting the day tomorrow with a cool sponsored broadcast of uh, Ghosts and Goblins. Oh, new nice. Ghosts and Goblin game. Wow. Uh, 
be playing that at the beginning of the stream tomorrow. And then uh, after that, after the sponsor portion of the stream is done, I will be uh, finishing or at least attempting to finish Buddy Simulator 1984 because that game looks it was mysterious and I want to unravel it. So that's what's coming up. Uh, and yes, in case you're wondering, I am in talks with Bike Man about uh, Persona 3 and getting that going. So that's all I got. Thank you for watching. There you go. Co, here's some <laughs> shout outs. Sure. As always, a big thanks to JP and Zeke and a special shout out to Sips. It was a lot of fun today. Thank you very much for being here. My name is Co. Hi, I'm currently playing Graveyard Keeper in the mornings. Uh, after that, we're going to be checking out Outriders this weekend, uh, maybe with JP and some other friends as well. Um, also in the evenings, we are playing Cozy My Time at Porsche. We also just started uh, Curse of the Dead Gods yesterday, which has been really cool. So maybe that on the channel at some point and a lot of other fun stuff as we move into next week with the full release of Breast Edge, maybe some Persona 5 and just so many things to play. But anyway, hope you stop by the channel. Uh, you know where to find me. And if not, I will see you next week here same bat time, same bat place on drop frames. Cool, cool. Did you say Breath Edge? Breath Edge. The 1.0 release of Breath oh, Edge is Oh, it's out. That's right. Oh, oh, when, when, oh, dude. Awesome. Cool. Okay. Well, that's tomorrow. Strongly recommend right. that game. It is Did so good. Did you play it? The early access stuff? Oh, yeah. I, I played all of it. Yeah, it okay. was fantastic. Right. It's really good. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, it's fun. It's very funny, too. I remember actually out loud laughing quite often. Um, yep. Even has baseball. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's amazing. Okay, I gotta play that. There you go. Breath Edge. All right, Sips. Are you ready for your shoutouts? Yes, I'm ready. Thank you very much. <laughs> there's your there's uh, shout outs. First of all, uh, thank you very much for having me on the show. I enjoyed myself. It was nice to hang out with you guys. And uh my name is Sips, and uh I stream every day, but UK time, so like nine to five UK time, which is like London, GMT, BST in the summer. Um, I play all sorts of, of stuff. Yeah, I know it's uh, lots of codes and stuff. Um, <laughs> I play. Uh, I, I'm, I'm currently um, playing uh, a lot of Minecraft on a server that we call Dadcraft with a bunch of internet dads. Uh, all three of you guys are, are welcome to join anytime if you want to. If that's the sort of thing you guys are into, it would be nice to have you. It's been really fun. It's just it's like dads with uh, model train sets in their garage, pretty much. You know, just tinkering away on stuff or whatever. So. Anyway, invitations there, but it's been fun. We've been playing Valheim. I play Tarkov uh, occasionally with uh, with people by myself. Whatever, like, whatever. It's pretty easy going. But um, yeah, thank you so much for having me. I really enjoyed that. Thanks. Awesome stuff. Yeah. Thanks again for uh, coming on the show. You're welcome back anytime. You want to just butt thank in? You. Just let in, let you. us know. Send Thanks. me a DM or something like that. Yeah, I will. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that'll do it for drop frames. We'll be back next week for another show. I guess we'll be talking about that, uh, Sony state of play stuff. And then all the games that they just talked about in terms of what they're going to be playing. So that's that. Thank you so much. We'll see you next week. Thank you. 1 PM uh, for some reason, 1 PM Eastern. For some reason, I thought we started at six. Anyways, it's the drugs talking folks. Uh, <laughs> we'll see you next week. We're out. No here. different from every week. Yeah. No, uh, you know, they always talk for me. <laughs> We're out. Have a good one. Bye-bye.